0: gentlemen thank you for coming out tonight you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with us
1: we appreciate
0: that Ugh.
1: I am Seth Peterson.
2: I am DP Hadron.
1: I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jessalyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb.
3: Hi,
2: this is Charlotte Ross.
3: Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet.
2: Hi, this is Shannon
4: Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin Pets. With John Patch. John
5: Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch.
6: Joining us from Livingston Animal and Avian Hospital out of Tampa Bay, Florida is
7: Dr. Suzanne Toper.
6: Here to answer your medical questions, your behavior questions, and if you have those avian questions, pick up the phone and give us a call. The number is 844-305-7800. And when you call into that number, you'll speak with Darian and he'll put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by...
3: Hey, how's it going? It's Matt Matera.
6: Thank you, Matt. And brought to you by Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your pet will be. Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Also, SCOE 10X, the ultimate odor eliminator, guaranteed to remove any odors. Get 10% off by adding the word pets, P-E-T-S, in the promo box at scoe 10 xcom Green Gobbler twenty percent vinegar weed killer environmentally pet and children friendly as well as Green Gobbler pet safe ice melt pet friendly non corrosive extremely effective it's an ice melt for you and your pets once again you're listening to Talkin Pets you can find these uh, banners at TalkinPets.com and you can also watch us right now if you wish on Facebook Live at Talkin Pets Radio this is Talkin Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm
7: Dr. Sue Topper.
6: And I'm Matt Matera. And we'd like to talk to you. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. That's the number to call with all your pet questions. We have a special guest that's going to be joining us. Um, He'll be joining us in about 20 minutes or so, Um, actually live from the Netherlands. And um, we all took a stab at the last name, (laughs) but... I think we're good on the first name, Baz. And Hoobrets, I believe, is the uh, last name. He's the African Species Director of Wildlife Conservation Program for WWF. That's a World Wildlife uh, f- Foundation. And we're going to be talking with him for a segment about the white rhinos and um, the extinction right around the corner. There's only, I believe, two left in the world. And um pretty sad situation to have something like that happen. I
7: didn't realize it was that few.
6: Yeah, I mean there's there's other species of rhinos, but you know, and I guess we'll talk to Baz about that, but um, you know, I wonder and that's one of my questions for him, but I guess it's you would know too because if you're taking the embryos from a white white rhino, <laughs> uh, a white rhino and putting them into like a regular another species of rhino, then it's not a purebred white rhino that's born.
7: I guess it depends on what they used to impregnate it, John. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, what the male was.
6: So, if I they, mean, if it's Oh, like, so you're like a surrogate. Yeah. So, if you're taking the... the
7: Embryos and, and, and the, the other sperm. rhino is simply incubating. Right. I mean, hopefully he'll explain all that to yeah, us. Yeah, and that's
6: what I'm curious about. I want to ask him a couple questions about that and all. So, yeah, because um,
7: they have to do something for species variation, I would think. or But it's really you know, frightening. there's only two, they can't be the parent of everybody. It would be tough.
6: And the majority of the reason why these animals are disappearing is the greed of men. Well, um, there you go. You know, they, they, they hunt them for their horns, and the animal is just killed, and they saw off the horns, and they use it for medicinal purposes or, you know, um, some reasons of that. So, But we're going to actually um, go to Baz right now, and we're going to speak with him, and so, basically, I want to find out, first off, Baz, welcome to Talking Pets, and I know you're live in the Netherlands, but I've got to ask you right now, how do you say your last name?
8: Yeah, that's a very difficult name to
6: pronounce. My, my last name uh, it's, it's
8: Abre.
6: Abre. Am I close? That's it. Baz Abre. Okay. Well, it's, it kind of sounds easier to say than what it actually looks like on paper. But we were talking to uh, about a couple of things <laughs> with the rhino population and everything, Baz. And I want to introduce you in the studios, Dr. Sue Toper and uh, our producer Matt. Hello. Hi. Hi.
8: Good evening.
6: Now I know we have a slight delay between us because you're out in the Netherlands, and um, but I want to find out um, what's going on with the rhino population. Now, first, before we go there, I want to find out a little bit about you, Baz. You're actually um, you work on wildlife conservation in Africa, and your focus is it on elephants, great apes, and rhinos.
8: Yeah, so I, I I work for Wildlife Funds um, in our office in Washington D.C., but I'm temporarily based in the Netherlands and, and indeed uh, for WF, we have our focal species, what we call flagship species, and in Africa. That's those three species you mentioned. Uh, so that includes the uh, rhinos, both white and uh, and black rhinos.
6: And then, um, basically, can you tell us what the what the main reasons are for the disappearance of rhinos? And I, I know we're talking about the white rhinos, um, but there's also other species of rhinos out there, too. But, you know, even with elephants or great apes, what are the main reasons for the disappearance of these creatures?
8: Yeah, thank you for this question, and uh, thank you so much for your interest in this topic. So, um, the disappearance of, of wildlife in general is basically caused uh, by the, the increased, let's say, human influence on this world. And um, if you see, for instance, uh, the, the latest uh, UN report uh, from the international government, in, in the government science and policy platform and biodiversity and ecosystem services of 2020, uh, that report uh, mentions that, that about one million animal and plant species uh, are now threatened with extinction, and many of them in the next couple of details, decades, decades, uh, and our WWF Living Planet Report of last year uh, demonstrated the population size of mammals, birds, fish, amphibians, and, and reptiles have been, uh, have been uh, um, declined with an average drop of about 68% since 1970s. Uh, so, yet yeah, there is a wide variety of causes, but the main causes are uh, habitat loss, um uh, which is a, is, a, is, a, is a very big factor. Climate change is another one. And in the case of rhino, uh, especially African rhino, including the, the white rhino, um, uh, the, the main cause of the, the strong decline has been uh, poaching um, uh, for, for their horns. Um, so poaching of wildlife animals, uh, including on the African continent elephant and, and rhino, um, is is their main is their main reason for their
6: rapid decline? Now you actually are, are working with the rhinos, but um, there was a rhino, and I I don't know if he's passed or not. I know I'm 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 off by a couple of years, but Sudan was the world's last male northern uh, white rhino. Did he pass? Yes, yeah, so And um,
8: um, we are here talking, indeed, about. Uh, uh, about one uh, subspecies of the white rhino, which is the northern white rhino. Um, and there is currently only two animals left, two females, uh, the mother, called Nadine, and the, the daughter, called Fatou. Uh, they are both based in, um, in, a, in, a, in a conservancy in a, in a protected area in Kenya. Um, and the father of, uh, of the daughter, uh, whose name was Sudan, he, he died in, uh, in 2018. Um, so yeah, uh, there is only two females left of this uh, of
6: this species uh, in 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 the world. Okay, hold on, uh, Baz. We're gonna take a little break. We'll come right back to you after the commercials. And um, but I want to find out a little bit more. Uh, Baz was just telling us about the uh, two other white rhinos left in the world, the female named Najin and daughter Fatu. And uh, Najin is around uh, thirty years old or so, and Fatou around nineteen or so. And um, unable to yeah. reproduce so when we come back we'll find out a little bit more we're speaking with uh bass uh, direct from the netherlands you're listening to talking pets pick up the phone give us a call 844-305-7800 844-305-7800 this is talking pets
9: mounds and mounds of fur our hairballs
10: have hairballs Marquette cat mama she's 10 years old she has dandruff and an oily coat i have two cats dp and daisy daisy sheds like crazy if you love your pets as much as i do you'll want to do what's best for them to live long healthy happy lives which one little thing they put their nose up to it there was not one problem
8: Dynavite for life you won't believe how happy your cat will be
1: d-i-n-o-v-i-t-e dot com
0: harrison's reality check now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment Matt Rush continues to build more of President Trump's border wall before his term ends. Mr. Trump's bypassed legal issues by gutting wildlife refuges and reshaping Native American lands under the name of national security. At the end, a partial wall, environmental damage, and a rich construction company or 18 will be his legacy. Harrison's reality check. goharrison.com.
11: I'm Andy Solomon. Frito-Lay knows that Americans are more excited than ever for the return of football, and their new commercial features pros and legends including Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Dak Prescott, and Marshawn Lynch. There's something magical about NFL kickoff, and the hilarious commercial relates the sense of wonder and excitement of the night before Christmas to the night before NFL kickoff. Keep an eye out for it during your next favorite game. Also, even though more fans are watching than ever before, the in-person experience will likely look different this year. Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the NFL, is helping fans bring the stadium experience home to become home gate heroes. Tostitos' new fan track bags, limited edition custom bags featuring chip activated motion sensors, automatically play fans' favorite chance with every bowl full of Tostitos to emulate the camaraderie from watching live in the stadium. Fans can enter to win one of 10 unique team designs by tweeting at Tostitos using hashtag home gate hero
5: entry and tagging their favorite NFL team. Do you have a great idea for a radio show, but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on Gab, all you need is your voice. We'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network is aired on our station on the TuneIn Radio app, and they're all sent to our satellite, which is accessed by about 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are several ways to connect to Gab remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So, if you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Joe Walsh Radio Show, Talking Pets, and Inside Analysis, send an email now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at Gab Radio Network Run run when you see the right
6: And again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone, give us a call, 844 305 7800 We're speaking with Baz Hubretz, and he is the African Species Director, Wildlife Conservation Program for WWF, World Wildlife Fund, other uh, foundation. And um so we talked a little bit about, Baz, um, the uh, white rhinos that are left in the world, and there's only two, which are both female and both from the same lineage. Uh, Najin, which is the, uh, the mother and the daughter, is Fatou, and they're being uh, kept at the uh, conservancy in Kenya, but they're unable to uh, reproduce. So where does that leave us in terms of having white rhinos if we have two females and they can't produce?
12: Yeah. So
8: for this subspecies of white rhino, the only possibility that people are are currently working really hard on is is is, is try to revive this subspecies via in vitro fertilization. So in the summer of uh, of 2019, uh, they managed to extract uh, eggs of the two females. So uh, five from uh, from the mother and uh, and the daughter, um, and and those uh, those eggs were um, uh, were successfully. Fertilized from uh, from sperm from uh, from two uh, already diseased males, Um, and of those seven, uh, three became uh, became embryos, Um, and now the idea will be is is to um, to implant those embryos in uh, their cousin subspecies, the southern white rhino. Um, So that is that is the hope for this species. Uh, It will take uh, probably. Quite a few years before they will uh, w- will try this gamble with those last three embryos. Uh, so they will first try to to do in in vitro fertilization with uh, with southern white rhinos, of which there are fortunately uh, still about um, uh, twenty one thousand left. Uh, but so, but that that's currently the plan. Um, that there are still embryos left, and uh, the hope is that, that this would recerticate this species. Um, Although, yes, uh, coming from this one uh, lineage, th- th- there could be doubts about, let's say, the long-term viability if ever uh, rhinos would be born from uh, from those embryos.
6: In the beginning, Baz, when we first started speaking, there was a little bit of um, overmodulation, so it was hard to understand some of the things that you were saying, but you sound 100,000% better now. And um, But I wanted to yeah. ask you again to reiterate the fact that... Um, what was the cause of this? Like, what was it with the white rhinos? I mean, I know you kind of got into it, but it was kind of hard to hear you. But uh, can you go over that one more time? What caused the, you know, near extinction of this bre- of this breed?
8: Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, apologies for that bad line. Yeah, so for this particular subspecies of white rhino, uh, so the former range of where this species lived was in parts of Uganda, in Chad, in uh, Sudan, which is currently South Sudan, Central Africa Republic, and the northern regions of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Uh, so those regions have been um, known for um, for uh, a, civil, a civil unrest, civil war, uh, for many decades. Um, and this has led to uh, an uncontrolled poaching of this species. So um, it was estimated that in the 50s of the last century there were about 2,000 left, Uh, By the uh, mid-1980s, there was only 15 15 animals that remained. Um, Then a couple more were shot. In 2006, there was only four left in one protected area in the northern Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, And in um, uh, um, 2008, when they did the last survey of that that place, um, no animals were found, so the last were shot. So for this particular species... Although for many other species there are other reasons for rapid species decline, the northern white rhino has really been uh, approached to extinction.
6: That's very sad, I mean, to have that, you know, disappear off the face of the earth. You know, and I know a lot of people don't agree maybe with conservation areas, and I don't know why, but some people don't, Um, or zoos or whatever to try to maintain the species, but sometimes that's needed, correct?
8: Yeah, that is indeed a, a question of 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 uh, of of, of, uh, of debate. Um, there is so many species that are that are disappearing from this world, uh, and there is uh, four more uh, species left of rhino. So there is uh, uh two Asian, spe- three Asian species: Sumatran rhino, Javan rhino, the greater one-horned horned rhino, and then there is still the southern white rhino and the black rhino in Africa. Uh, and many people say, instead of uh, spending much time and effort and, and funding on, on, on trying to revive a, a, a subspecies of rhino that is um, um, functionally extinct uh, f- focus efforts on, on those species that are that are still there but need dire support for those populations to remain uh, remain on current levels or increase um, but yeah th- there seems to be hope with this in vitro fertilization uh, although the, the hope is small, Uh, What I can say is that um, uh, this subspecies, with all the media it got, and with the death of the last male uh, Sudan um, two years ago, uh, it it definitely has become a a really good ambassador species uh, that sort of created yet another wake-up call for the world of the seriousness of wildlife crime and the impact of poaching for remote markets in the world um, uh, on, on this species so it, it's only maybe already for, for that ambassador function that, that you could say that there is a moral obligation in the world to uh, to to try everything we can to uh, to revive it
7: Guys, I have a question and maybe it's a simplistic one but because I've heard about the poaching throughout my entire career but what is I know there's not one answer but the best way to stop that in these countries I mean what is out there that could work
8: yeah there, 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 there is uh, unfortunately not one golden bullet but there, there there, are many positive signs so you have to work both let's say in the source country so in, in in this case for the african rhinos on the african continent uh by um by providing all the support we can for uh, for uh, for those people that that protect them protect the, uh, those animals on a day to day basis, or the rangers or community rangers in those protected area or communal conservancies, um, but also um, having a whole of government approach in combating wildlife crime. So you also need to make sure that there there is sufficient penalties for uh, for poachers um, uh, and uh, and middlemen and traders in, in illegal rhino horn. Uh, to serve as sufficient deterrence uh, for people to go into this uh, this illegal trade. Uh, so it's not only a question of um, of protecting them and capturing poachers, but it's also working with other law enforcement agencies, such as uh, customs agencies, police and the judiciary, uh, to make sure that the whole approach is solid uh, and creates a strong deterrent for poaching. Then on the other hand, um, these, these animals are all all poached, because of a demand in Asia, uh, in, in mainly in, in countries like China and in Vietnam, Malaysia, um, where rhino horn is still very much uh, seen as a as a precious resource, either uh, to make uh, ornaments uh, or to, uh, to crunch it into powder um, and, and to mix them medicinal. Uh, for, um, for, for different uh, medicinal uh, uses. Um, hey, ba- and and ba- a lot been- of efforts are... are
6: Baz, can you hold for yeah, a second? Go we got to take a little break. We're going to come right back. I want to hold over with you. I have one sure. or two more questions for you. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Talking Pets.
13: Looking to kill weeds without using dangerous chemicals like glyphosate? An all-natural weed killer may be just what you're looking for. Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is a concentrated herbicide derived naturally from corn. It's four times stronger than regular table vinegar, so it packs a punch against all kinds of pesky weeds. Use Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer to safely kill dandelions, crabgrass, clover, ivy, and more. It's perfect for driveways, pavers, fence lines, and other outdoor surfaces. Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer is an effective and powerful herbicide, but it doesn't stop there. It's also certified for organic use, so when used properly, it won't negatively affect soil or wildlife. Since Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is pure vinegar with no other additives, pet owners can let their pets out to play right after application. Search for Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer on Amazon.com today. We offer a hassle-free money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose.
0: Whether you're a pro on the job site or managing properties, clean and safe is your number one priority, and Lowe's has the pro-grade cleaning supplies you need. We go beyond the basics, bringing you commercial cleaning from top brands like Clorox, Zep, and Rubbermaid. And in larger sizes, so you can take on any cleaning job knowing you have the quantity you need. Shop Lowe'sforpros.com and have your items delivered or pick up in-store. Lowe's, the new home for pros. U.S. only.
10: Sam was a mess. Always itching, licking, his paws were soaking wet. He had bald spots on his back. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. Two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your
8: dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my
10: Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com.
3: 31 animal and fish species have been declared extinct, and more than 300 species of sharks and rays are now threatened with extinction, according to the International Union for Conservative Conservation of Nature. Among those at risk are four hammered shark species, four species of angel shark, and the giant manta ray. The organization's report. Its first comprehensive global update since 2014 paints a grim picture of the health of the world's oceans and their inhabitants and highlights, in particular, the threat of overfishing. These findings are sadly predictable, Andy Cornish, head of the Worldwide Fund for Nature's Shark and Ray Conservation Program, said in a statement. Twenty years have passed since the international community recognized the threat of overfishing through the International Plan of Action for Sharks. Yet obviously, not nearly enough has been done to halt the overfishing that is pushing these animals to the brink of extinction. The International Union for Conservation of Nature regularly documents the state of the world's animal and plant species and provides the most authoritative reports on those that are threatened, critically endangered, or extinct. In the group's update, a total of 316 species of sharks, race, skates, and chimeras are now classified as threatened or at risk of extinction in the wild. All of the world's freshwater Dolphin species are also now threatened with extinction, according to the assessment. The lost shark, carachunas absolutes, a native of the South China Sea and last recorded in 1934, may already have been extinct as a result of overfishing in one of the most heavily trafficked marine regions on the planet, the report found. Cornish said the update should trigger alarm bells and motivate governments to take action to reduce overfishing of sharks and rays. Failure to do so will inevitably result in a wave of extinctions happening on our watch, he said in the statement. We must seize the moment to stop that from happening. The International Union for Conservation of Nature also found some glimmers of hope. The European bison, the largest land mammal in Europe, is showing signs of recovery with its population in the wild growing from 1,800 in 2003 to more than 6,200 in 2019. The species was reintroduced to the wild in the 1950s, and has been the focus of long-term conservation campaigns in the decades since. There are now 47 free-ranging, uh, free-ranging European bison herds, according to the organization, with the largest numbers found in Poland, Belarus, and Russia. 25 other species' recoveries, including a type of free- tree frog native to Mexico, were documented by the group. These successes provide living proof that the world can set and meet ambitious biodiversity targets. For more information, visit com and join our social media family. Reporting, I'm Matt Matera.
6: And again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch.
7: I'm Dr. Suzanne Topper. And
6: I'm Matt Matera. And we're speaking with Baz uh, Huberts, uh, and He is with the World Wildlife Foundation, uh, African Species Director, Wildlife Conservation Program. And, um, Baz, a couple things I wanted to ask you was, um, when you were talking about um, like taking the the embryos out and reusing them and maybe using a a surrogate mother basically um what about stem cell technology does that
8: play any part well apparently there is there is also also that type of research is ongoing i'm not a specialist in the in the, let's say <clears throat> sort of more the jurassic park kind of uh, uh, potential future reproduction of uh, of extinct animals but yes the, um like say stem cells have been collected um, um, both from the two females that are still alive, but also from uh, mm. uh, from the dead, from from several dead individuals, including the dead uh, two um, males that, that died in 2014 and 2018. Uh, so yeah, what exactly that future holds, I'm I'm not really a specialist. Uh, I, I think that the initial hope is 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 those three embryos that have been. Uh, have been fertilized via this in vitro fertilization technology Uh, and i think the stem cell technology is is still um yeah um much more like a, a, a future a remote future potential
6: So basically, like our listeners here on this program on Talking Pets and then all the people all across the country and the world, how could they get involved in helping, kind of like what Dr. Sue asked you about, Um, and then just in general helping these animals to, you know, steer them away from becoming extinct?
8: Well, I think in general for rhino rhino conservation uh, in Africa, Apart from different species, which is a very dire situation, uh, as you uh, as you already described in your introduction, but for the other rhino species, uh, there is definitely um, a lot of reason to uh, to be hopeful. I mean, the, the black rhino um, came back from uh, from about 2,000 uh, animals to uh, to almost 5,000 today. Uh, the seven white rhino, uh, of which there were in the 70s about 100 animals left. Has now grown back to about uh, twenty-one thousand in uh, animals, um, and, and and that is <clears throat> that is due to to efforts from both um, um, government um, governments working in their national parks and protected areas, private sector people that have um, that have rhinos on their on their land, uh, and very importantly in many countries, and and, and and a shining example is, for instance, a country like Namibia. Uh, where rhinos also roam on uh, on communal land, on, on land that is owned by by local communities, um, and the key to success is really uh, is having communities as local stakeholders with you in this fight. Uh, if they see that a dead uh, a, a, a live rhino is worth more to them um, than a dead rhino, um, then they will be your first line of defence. So rhino conservation as any other approach of conservation should be an holistic model of looking at your your assets your biodiversity assets in a, in, a, in a larger landscape if you're a protected area surrounded by by poverty uh, and by inequality um, then you will always have a lot of pressure on uh, on those animals so um, there is, from the other species, there is definitely a hope for um, for the future for rhinos in Africa. Um, again, the northern uh, white rhino uh, is really, a, um, yeah, that, that, that's uh, that's going to be a big, big challenge.
6: Well, Baz, I want to thank you for joining us uh, here on Talking Pets and for spending the time with us and informing us of the dire need, actually, to make a difference. I know you work with WWF. Um, their website, I, I think, is WWF.org or, or WorldWildlifeFund.org. Is that correct? That's correct. So people can go there also for more information and to make a difference. and. You know, there was a quote I found um, that you had put out a couple of years ago, and to you know end the conversation here, you said, "Let's hope it will it will be another wake up call for the world to understand that we have to do much more to combat the threat to rhinos." You said the key message here is that when the demand for rhino horn stops, the killing stops. A good quote, right. also to reinforce what you just said. But I want to thank you for everything that you're doing out there to make a difference because I, you know, it's really sad, just to to picture the fact that kids are going to grow up and not have that 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 plan or that 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 what's the legacy or whatever to to, to look at these animals. Um, we do, but they're going to be able to look at them only through books. Um, and that's really sad. And if yeah. the way of the world continues this way, then we're not going to have these beautiful creatures on this planet. And they really are the most beautiful things on this planet, are the creatures that inhabit it.
8: Well, I really would like to thank you for inviting me uh, to speak um, uh, on this topic and, uh, and and great show. And, uh, yeah, let's hope that, uh, that the current COVID pandemic uh, will end soon so that people can go and travel again. Uh, right. to, um, to uh, beautiful places such as in Africa because it's also tourism that is a key um, enabler of conservation action and with, with tourism dollars drying up because nobody is traveling, a lot of protected areas and um, are suffering currently to protect their species. So, um, yes, please, people, uh, travel to those beautiful places and, uh, and support any way you can. And, and thanks again for inviting me on your great show.
6: Baz, any time and uh, we appreciate you joining us here and spending your time with us. Um, and again such an important topic and, and that's a good way to end it there with the travel because people don't realize how much that keeps um, you know, our 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 economic, our economy going. And um so yeah, it's it's it makes a big difference. So, you know, kudos to your comments on COVID. Hopefully it disappears quick and um it's not looking that way, but I hope it does. But uh we wish you the best. Yeah. And thanks for joining us here on the show.
8: Thank you so much again. Thank you, Baz. Thanks. Bye-bye.
6: And that was Baz um, and Hubritz. Uh, I know I'm kind of butchering his last name a little bit, but um, he, uh, like I said, is with the World Wildlife Fund, and he is the African Species Director of the Wildlife Conservation Program. My apologies for the first segment of the show. Um, It was very difficult to understand what he was saying, so we did go back and backtrack a little bit. Um, but really important stuff.
7: It was great at the end, John, because he kind of answered my question. I want to thank him again if he's still listening, because when he said and you said that you have to make it worth more for them to have a live animal than a dead one, of course you're thinking in your mind, how do you do that? Well, one of the big answers, as he la- said the last thing, is ecotourism. I mean, if these people, if the natives in any country see that they'll make more money by hosting people to come and visit them and see these beautiful places, then, yeah, that's <laughs> an impetus for them to keep them there. It's and, an important yeah. point. It really yeah. is.
6: And, you know, COVID has hit us in so many different ways right? Um, with death and, you know, the economy, people's money, people's way of life exactly, uh, and just socializing. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's very sad what is happening in the world today. And Um, it
7: flows down to the animals. And it does. We have an obligation to be good stewards for that we need to keep alive. As you said, it it will just not be the same world.
6: It's just, it's so bizarre, though, when you think about it. And when I had the opportunity to uh, bring Baz onto the show, I was just like, I kept thinking, like, and I you know I stuttered in, in the goodbye to him a little bit in finding my words, but it was like I couldn't get it out of my head that these are the last two mm-hmm. white rhinos in the world. Right. I mean, that's that's extinction. And that's like it could happen to any other species, including... The human species.
7: It is, and imagine having to make that decision of where do you put the resources, who do you save. That has happening right now in our hospitals to our healthcare workers having to make those decisions, and, right. and it's happening in the animal world. It's it's a global thing.
6: It's a sad situation that we're in right now, um, and hopefully it just gets better. I mean, you know, most of us we look at our dogs and cats, and you know, I'm watching my cats. They're running in and out of the studio from outside my my pool area into the other part of the house and i look at them they make me smile they make me happy they lift my heart up when i see them running Mm -hmm. and none of us are going to see a a white rhino in our living room um and lord forbid you have one on your wall um but the thing is is that you know we're not going to see that and what i was trying to like you said uh better than i did is that you know for our legacy for the children in the future it would be great for them to be able to see this creature um, you know, I know some people will fight on that topic and they'll go, Well, dinosaurs disappeared, so yeah, it's why tough not? To compare, yeah, I,
7: and I agree with you, they will, but it's pretty hard to compare that. Yeah, one. I mean,
6: I don't know too many people these days that want a T Rex walking through their backyard. Um, I would deal with a white rhino any day in my backyard <laughs> <laughs> in a T Rex. Um, <laughs> but then again, you know, that was according to evolution and so on and so forth. You right. know, uh, the reasons for the extinction of the dinosaurs is way different than poaching and taking away exactly. their land.
8: It
7: is a whole different There's thing. A huge. We
6: can make a difference. Right. You know, with the white rhinos as human beings. We couldn't do it right. during the dinosaur age. Right. But we're supposed to be uh, more intelligent now. Are we? Um, you're not li- always. You're listening to Talking Pets. Hi friends, John Patch here. As host of Talkin' Pets, I get asked all the time if I know of a pet odor elimination product that actually works. The answer is yes, and you can get it at 10% off with my promo code PETS, P E T S. It's called SCOE 10X, xscoe one 10X, the best pet odor elimination product made. And you know why it's the best? Because SCOE 10X actually eliminates bad pet odor like urine, feces, and vomit, even skunk odor
14: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. For a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium My Pillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill so you have the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It comes with a 10-year warranty, it's washable and dryable, so it stays healthy, and it's 100% made in the USA. I'm also going to give you deep discounts on all my MyPillow products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets, my mattress toppers, bath towels, and so much more. That's $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow, the lowest price ever, and deep discounts on all my MyPillow products. Go
4: to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Special Square. Use promo code SUN or call 800-442-0471. That's MyPillow.com. Click the Radio Listener Special Square and use promo code SUN.
5: If you run a large corporation, small business, or anything in between, you need ads to help get the word out. A full page in the newspaper sounds good, a TV spot sounds even better. But let's face it, newspapers are essentially last-minute wrapping paper, and a TV spot is just expensive and basically code for bathroom break. Talk radio is different. Commercials cost practically nothing to produce, and the listeners are loyal. They like what they like, and they stay tuned in. When they hear about a new product or service during their favorite show, they can't wait to try it out for themselves so they can talk about it with their friends. And you know how radio listeners like to talk. If you want to add radio to your marketing portfolio, you need the Gab Radio Network. Gab Radio is the team of full-service experts you've been looking for, from writing to production, distribution, voiceover, and more. We make sure your spots are paired with the right shows in the right markets at the right time of day so the right people can hear. Since we're in over 100 markets across 34 states, Canada, and American Samoa, I'd say it's a pretty good place to start. If you want to know more, just email sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com.
0: Harrison's Reality Check. If you know someone with a drug and alcohol problem that's hitting a little too close to home, there's help in a moment. Some states may follow California in banning the cancer-causing chemical phthalate used in bottled water and plastic toys. Government deregulation still allows toy manufacturers to use it here without disclosure. Phthalates also make store-bought bottled waters squeezable. The more squeezable a plastic bottle, the more phthalates. So ditch the plastic if at all possible. Harrison's reality check. GoHarrison.com Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help right now. Insurance may cover everything.
6: Stop The Drug and Alcohol Nightmare. Are drug and alcohol problems hitting you too close to home? Get help
0: right now. Insurance may cover everything. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. That's 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327.
15: Here is today's top automotive tech story. I'm Nick Miles. Ford Motor Company and Volkswagen AG have signed agreements that expand their global alliance to meet rapidly evolving needs of their respective customers in Europe and other regions by leveraging complementary strengths in mid midsize pickup trucks, commercial and electric vehicles. The alliance will produce a medium pickup truck engineered and built by Ford for sale by Volkswagen as the Amarok. For more automotive tech
16: news, go to testmiles.com. The all-new Highlander comes equipped with five USB ports, perfect for fully charging everyone's smartphone. No phone is dying on your watch. That's how you go Highlander. Toyota, let's go places. May not be compatible with all mobile phones, MP3, WMA players, and like models.
5: You're listening to Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. For more info on our programs and services, including technical operations and syndication, please visit Gab...
7: Dilated cardiomyopathy, oral squamous cell carcinoma, and canine distemper virus may soon see new treatments, thanks to Morris Animal Health Foundation. The group is set to fund several studies the coming year aimed at improving the health and welfare of dogs, cats, and other animals. The OSCC treatment will be tackled by the University of Utrecht in the Netherlands. Researchers have have developed a nanobody-targeted photodynamic therapy which uses tiny nanoparticles as a drug delivery system to target the aggressive feline cancer. Once the particles are in place with the tumor, they are activated with specialized light, Morris Animal Foundation says. The team hopes the minimally invasive treatment will improve quality of life and overall survival rates in cats diagnosed with OSCC. Currently, the average survival time after diagnosis is approximately three months. Meanwhile, researchers from the University of Florida will be testing CRISPR, which is clustered regularly interspaced short palindromic repeats technology as a treatment for DCM. Regarded as a revolutionary tool in gene therapy, CRISPR is able to correct a mutation in the genetic code to treat specific diseases, Morris Animal Foundation says. Researchers will be exploring the feasibility of using it to correct mutations in heart cells isolated from Doberman pinchers with DCM. The condition is the third most common type of heart disease in dogs, and Dobermans are a high-risk breed for developing it. If successful, findings will inform future studies towards the development of gene therapies for dogs with DCM and other heart diseases. Other funded studies scheduled for 2021 will look at, extracorporeal shockwave therapy to treat canine lower back pain, vaccination strategies for canine distemper virus in endangered African wild dogs, and cytozoan felis, an emerging tick-borne parasite in cats. For more information, visit TalkinPets.com and join our social media family. Reporting, I'm Dr. Suzanne Toper.
6: Yeah. Sue, that you got to read that story because. Hi, John. It, could it be because <laughs> of those big
7: words? <laughs> I think I did pick that for that reason because I like those big words. <laughs> yeah, well,
6: you, you're used to them. You're a
7: doctor. Yeah, it's sort of my thing. <laughs>
6: <laughs> but um, what do you think about Morris Animal Foundation and what they're doing with that? I mean,
7: oh, they've always done great work, yeah. and and I've had three Dobermans in my life. So the dilated cardiomyopathy issue is sort of close to my heart. And because I just within the last year had a really wonderful female Doberman, great patient of mine that passed from cardiomyopathy. So this is just really tremendous for me to see this stuff being done.
6: Yeah, they do uh, great work. And um, I'm um, originally I believe that's how I met Betty White. Was oh, I'm sure. Through yeah. the Morris Animal but, Foundation because I was at an event and the president of the Morris Animal Foundation I knew, um, and he asked me to have lunch with him and Betty, and so it was like... No-brainer there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'm there. So, um, I would love to meet her. <laughs> oh, from then it became a, you know, a friendship. And mm-hmm. um, so, um, yeah, so I, I loved, I just sent, I sent her a basket during the holidays and a basket of goodies. So I know she's probably, um, she sits there and, place cards with her girlfriends uh-huh. eating the chocolates and everything else so it's like <laughs> she's happy <laughs> but congratulations to her actually actress and comedian Betty White is 98 years old but she shows no signs of slowing down after 82 years on screen the Hollywood icon now holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest TV career for a female entertainer wow. White was the first awarded the title in 2014 and no one has taken it from her since and although she technically only uh, represents the record's female category, her impressive eight decades in the spotlight beats the career length of any male in the industry, too. So congrats, Betty. Yeah, we all love you. Congratulations to her. Yes. So if you're listening, girl, call me. But um, so we love her. She's she's great. Um, but, you know, it's nice to see that organizations like morris are doing good mm-hmm. and you know I, I, before we say goodbye for this i was say you know a lot of organizations ask for money and so on and so forth and there's like hits and miss on, on how people feel about when they're don- donating money because they really want to know where it goes correct um and morris animal foundation has been one organization that i know that they have no problem in putting out like, where the money is mm-hmm. gone to. And like you just read in that story, a lot of that money is, goes towards finding cures right. um, for, our, for our friends, our, our pets. And um, I couldn't imagine not having them. Like, you're sitting there uh, with uh, Shadow on your lap. This is
7: a wild thing right here. Yeah, she's
6: like, <laughs> she's nine months old now, so... She she she's an attention getter. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be on my cell phone on the couch and I'll be laying there watching TV, and she'll come up and bat the phone out of my hand because she wants me to pay attention to her. Right. But yeah, and I'm still working with her though, <laughs> trying to teach her no tables, no desks. Right. Um, but when people are around, it's almost like a kid. Mm-hmm. They feel like they have a little bit more priority. Right. Like they can. He's like, not going to do anything. Right. Exactly.
7: <laughs> oh, she's back. She's back. <laughs>
6: Well, we want to say goodbye for this hour of uh, Talking Pets. Thanks for joining us. Uh, congratulations to all the work that uh, Baz Hoogrates is doing, and uh, thank him for coming on to the program. Also, um, spay new to your pets, help control the pet population. If you're looking to bring a pet home, please go to your local shelter or rescue and get one there. I did, and I love all three of them. So um, they're a lot of fun, great to have in your life. And uh, our hearts go out to you all um, that are dealing with Well, we all are dealing with COVID, but for those that have lost family members or friends, we wish you the best. I'm John Patch.
7: I'm Dr. Sue Toper.
6: I'm Matt Matera. We say goodbye for this hour of Talking Pets.
0: But you're
1: here with us We appreciate that uh. I am Seth Peterson
16: I am Dippy Hedron I'm Rhonda Schwartz I'm Doris Roberts This is Jesslyn
1: Gilson Hello, I'm Victor
3: Webster
4: Hi, this is
16: Charlotte Ross
4: Hi,
3: this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Baxter Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth
4: And you're listening to Talkin' Pets Talkin' Pets Talkin Pets And you're listening to Talkin' Pets Talkin' Pets Talkin' Pets, Talkin Pets. With John Patch John Patch
5: You're listening to are listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch
6: Joining us from Livingston Animal and Avian Hospital out of Tampa Bay, Florida is...
7: Dr. Sue Toper.
6: Here to answer your medical questions, your behavior questions, and if you have those bird questions, pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Darian, and he'll put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by... hey it's Matt Matera. Thank you, Matt. And brought to you by SCOE 10X, the ultimate odor eliminator, guaranteed to remove any odors. Like, you could take out cat urine, you could take out mold, anything. Get 10% off by adding the word pets, P-E-T-S, in the promo box at scoe 10 xcom Green Gobbler 20% Vinegar Weed Killer, environmentally pet and children friendly. It will kill those weeds, but it won't kill your children. And also, Green Gobbler Pet Safe Ice Melt, pet friendly, non-corrosive, extremely effective ice melt, And it's safe for your pets. It can be found at HomeDepot.com and Amazon.com. And don't forget, brought to you by Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your pet will be. Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. This is Talkin' Pets. And again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Suzanne Toper. and I'm
3: Matt Matera. And
6: as that song says, "Animal experiments." We're going to be talking with PETA, and it's Dr. Ingrid Taylor, the veterinarian and research associate for People for the Pet, uh, Ethical Treatment of Animals. And uh, we'll be talking with her in a couple of minutes, but. Um, that's for one segment, so uh, stay tuned for that. It's Peter's call on the government to acknowledge animal se- uh, sentience and end experiments out there, needless, uh, needless experiments on animals. But again, you're listening to Talking Pets. We're uh, here with Dr. Suzanne Toper out of uh, Lutz, Florida, Livingston Animal and Avian Hospital. How's things at the uh, clinic?
7: Actually, pretty good right now, John. I mean, it's been an adjustment, I think, for all. Veterinarians. I've talked to a lot of my friends and colleagues, and we are, for the most part, kind of offering curbside service, which is nice now that the weather's cooler. It wasn't so fun in the summer, but it's really it's working out, and um, for the clients and the patients, pretty well. People come and let us know they're out there, and we go get the pet and take the history and bring them in and do our exam, and then walk back out and talk to the people. And everybody has been really, for the most part, very understanding and really good about it. So, you know, we're considered essential in that you're allowed to take care of your pets. So we're just really keeping it clean and keeping it as social distanced as we can. And I think it's working okay.
6: You know, it's interesting. I came to thought when you're doing the curbside uh, curbside, um, pickup. Mm Mm-hmm. Other than I'll have fries with that order. Um, <laughs> I mean, other than that, I was kind of thinking, like, what happens though, when they give you that dog or the cat um, and they they were touching the animal with their bare hands? And if they are asymptomatic or, you know, they just don't know that they have COVID um, and it's on the fur of the animal, how, to, how do you prepare yourself and your other vets and your technicians for Dealing with that, do you wear gloves? Do you spray the animal?
7: Well, I know some people i've especially I've heard some of the larger e clinics and stuff do wear gloves, but no we don't we don't spray the animal. It isn't considered as far as I know somebody can call and correct me if I'm wrong but um to be so much touching an animal, although if an animal is in a household with someone with COVID, it is suggested definitely that they do isolate themselves from the animals as well as the people. But um, really, we just try to emphasize to the staff and all of us Don't touch your face, washing the hands often, cleaning the surfaces, you know, really being... Don't
6: dig in your nose. Yeah, no, no, no.
7: (laughs) The masks are always on. It's tough to do that. But so we really... That component of it, I think, kind of the same as you would with surfaces or pets at home, is you really have to make that extra point to to wash well and not touch hands face eyes and keep the mask on and and you know i mean there is a leap of faith component of it we have little signs up that are really nice that have been provided by a company one of our vendors that you know that we have numbered spots where they can call and say Mm -hmm. i'm in spot four and it does say you know if you have any signs of illness please you know do not essentially or let us know or don't have contact and I think everybody hopefully now has heard enough of that throughout these past several months that they're pretty tuned into it I mean I I know you can never say never I mean you walk into the grocery store and do the very best you can but so for the most part and and also I will say to you you know I have the same four or five people on a smaller practice so that's actually in my favor can I control where every single one of them goes no I know that but it is difficult to examine. You can't examine an animal six feet, feet apart from your technician. That's right. just the reality is you can't do that. So we try to do everything that we can as well as we can. And I have not had a single person come down with it yet so far. So Good. Knock on wood. <laughs> well, but stays that way. Yes. I mean, I know you can never say never. Right. Well, you're listening to Talking
6: Pets, and out of the enjoyment side of things, if you're going to the movies, um, you know, and the theaters are open in some places, some places they're not. But if you're going, the top five movies of the last weekend were.
4: But I assure you we are to the maximus Watching all the trailers is half the fun Hope I don't have to pee till the movie's done Floor's always so sticky, what the heck Stuck in this part of sadness and my shoes are all tight to my seat with time to spare Nobody in front of me better have long hair Chris Reed, Mark in your hair's legit But somewhere in the back is where you're
6: So your top five movies as of last week, and The Croods, A New Age, number one out there still, it's in the, like $36 million in seven weeks, News of the World with Tom Hanks, about $7 million in three weeks, you've also got number three, Monster Hunter, uh, it's made about $7.7 million in four weeks, uh, Fatal is uh, about $4 million in four weeks, and Promising Young Woman, uh, about $2.7 million in three weeks. Those numbers are low, and that's mainly because a lot of the theaters are closed, um, and a lot of people aren't going because of COVID. Um, I actually went to the theater with Kay, my my niece, and we went to see the Crudes. and um, I'll tell you, we were only one of maybe six people in there, mm-hmm. but um, the thing was, is um, it was great to be back in a the theater and to order popcorn and to sit there with my popcorn and my bottle of water right. and watch a movie um i know i like when i'm home and i try putting a movie on i, I like think that's me thing. i'm like
7: i do the same thing yeah, i fall asleep like
6: never make it through it because i mm-hmm. pass out and it's so weird i could be sitting on my couch and i'll stay awake but as soon as i put my head down and lay it on the pillow to watch a movie or whatever i'm like five minutes later i'm all cold yeah But there's some good movies out there and some great movies coming. And I know a lot of them are streaming and so on and so forth, like Amazon Films. uh, Amazon's doing a lot of them. Um, So, But, you know, check them out. The movies are still out there. So if you can't go to the theater, at least watch them at home if you can. But stay awake. Um, (laughs) Well, once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Coming up in this segment, um, we're going to be talking with Dr. Ingrid Taylor, the veterinarian and research associate for people for the ethical treatment of animals we'll be speaking with her uh because PETA is calling on the government to acknowledge animal sentience and end experiments so Dr. Ingrid Taylor will be joining us from PETA stay tuned for that this is Talking Pets
15: Here's today's top automotive tech story. I'm Nick Miles. Ford has officially unveiled the zero-emission all-electric e-transit, and it's arriving at a time when Americans and others around the globe are ready to embrace the potential of green delivery. According to a new survey, people are increasingly expressing openness to delivery services operated by electric vehicles. More than 60% of Americans and 68% of Brits care about environmental impact of vehicles used by delivery services. For more automotive tech news, you can go to testmiles.com. a Mirror. America's first and only hybrid minivan, the Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid, delivers up to 32 miles all-electric, with a total driving range of 520 miles, while offering plenty of space. Drive with confidence in the Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid.
5: You're listening to Global American Broadcasting, the GAB Radio Network. For more info on our programs and services, including technical operations and syndication, please visit gabradioNetwork.com.
4: Lately, I love to get out of the house and go on a drive, but I hate driving through storms. That's why I drive with wiper blades that can handle any weather. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are crafted with advanced quad tech, four-layered coated silicone that repels water, snow, and ice, and lasts two times longer than other blades. It's so dependable, Rainier Zytlo broke a world record driving from Alaska to Argentina, over 16,000 miles with these blades. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are real-world proven. Get a pair today, only at Walmart.
10: Daisy sheds like crazy Our hairballs have hairballs Our cat mama, she has dandruff and an oily coat
9: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com I was
10: thrilled when I heard Dynabite for Cats was coming out If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them Dynabite is a life changer Lately, she's been a lot more playful, a lot more
9: energetic, more active
13: Dynabite for life You won't believe how happy your cat will
1: be
9: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com
17: Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Marshall, Ph.D. If you've ever had questions about your health, listen to Healthline Live now online at qnlabs.com every Monday through Saturday. I'll take your nutrition questions live during show hours and guide you the best I can on your path to great health. The key to great health is nutrition, and unfortunately our food sources are not even close to what they used to be. Go to qnlabs.com and join me to learn about quantum nutrition. Ask your questions. And get real answers. I'll give you the truth so you're empowered to make excellent nutrition and lifestyle choices. Remember, each day's show streams 24 hours until the next show, so you can listen at your convenience from anywhere, anytime. If you miss a show, you can still find it archived on the website, so take advantage of this great opportunity to educate yourself and your family. That's Healthline Live every Monday through Saturday on QNLabs.com.
13: Looking to kill weeds without using dangerous chemicals like glyphosate? An all-natural weed killer may be just what you're looking for. Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is a concentrated herbicide derived naturally from corn. It's four times stronger than regular table vinegar, so it packs a punch against all kinds of pesky weeds. Use Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer to safely kill dandelions, crabgrass, clover, ivy, and more. It's perfect for driveways, pavers, fence lines, and other outdoor surfaces. Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer is an effective and powerful herbicide, it doesn't stop there it's also certified for organic use so when used properly it won't negatively affect soil or wildlife since green gobblers vinegar weed killer is pure vinegar with no other additives pet owners can let their pets out to play right after application search for green Gobbler vinegar weed killer on amazon.com today we offer a hassle-free money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose
6: Good morning and welcome back to Talking Pets. Right now I'm speaking with Dr. Ingrid Taylor, veterinarian and research associate for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Many people know it as PETA. Now PETA calls on government to acknowledge animal sentience and end experiments. A wealth of scientific evidence supports the fact that animals are aware of the world around them and experience a full array of emotions, including fear, love, joy, curiosity, loneliness, and pleasure. Dr. Ingrid Taylor, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, welcome to Talking Pets.
9: Thank you so much for having me on.
6: Anytime. Um, I really appreciate it, and I want to find out a little bit more about this, uh, you know, call for help. Now, give us a, basically, how many animals would you say are subjected to biomedical and psychological experiments each year?
9: Around 100 million animals are used and killed annually in the United States in laboratories, and these include animals like rats, mice, dogs, cats, birds, Sheep and pigs. Um, these experiments, um, are, most of these experiments are lethal in that the animals end up being killed at the end of the experiment. And animals are subjected to things like, uh, rats are ex- subjected to repeated electrical shocks to induce fear and anxiety. Um, they may have their brains operated on to have electrodes placed in their brains or drugs injected into their brains. So we're talking about invasive Experiment where they eventually end up being killed.
6: That's pretty amazing that that is still going on in this day and age. Do you find actually that science is starting to change though and and maybe using less live animals?
9: Well, it's definitely moving in that direction, but unfortunately, there is still a mentality within the scientific community that because they've, because we've always done animal testing, we need to keep doing it. And and that's really not the case. There have been a lot of promising human-relevant research methods developed that can actually replace animal experiments, but we are kind of working against an an attitude of entrenchment where people believe that just because this is how we've done it in the past, this is how we have to keep doing it. But it, it doesn't have to be the way forward.
6: You know, I've always said here on Talking Pets that as human beings, we're very, you know, close to animals. I mean, we're an animal ourselves, basically. And just because my cat can't sit at my computer and type out a message doesn't mean they're any less intelligent than I am because they could do things that I cannot. Can you give us a few examples of um, like animal sentience?
9: Absolutely, and it's true that most people who live with dogs and cats, they intuitively know that these animals experience an array of complex emotions, but there are many other species that have also demonstrated that they experience emotions as well. So rats are some of the most widely experimented on animals in the world, but they are also empathetic and altruistic they will demonstrate remorse for bad decisions and they will forego treats like a piece of chocolate in order to help another rat in need.
6: What about, for instance, like uh, they do experiments on mice as well. I heard that they have um, some qualities that they do within their you know groups that we we do as well as humans.
9: Mice are really amazing animals. They will giggle especially when they're young. They play and when they and adult mice have risked their lives to save their own babies as well as the babies belonging to other mice. Mice will also sing to their mates to woo them.
6: I've tried that but my voice isn't that good.
9: Mine either.
6: (laughs) Now, what about sheep? I understand that, you know, a lot of animals can't recognize, like, faces in a picture, but
9: sheep can? Sheep can recognize pictures of familiar faces, and it's been found that these pictures actually comfort them when they're stressed out. So much, much like we would carry around a picture of a loved one, sheep can have that recognition and have that emotional response. They can also show anger, boredom, disgust, and happiness, and they will even show disappointment when they don't get an anticipated reward.
6: Now, since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to have chickens and never had the opportunity to do it. But where I live here now in Tampa Bay, I'm able to have them. So I've had them for the last five years, and they're very intelligent if you pay attention to them.
9: They are, and they also become upset when their chicks are stressed and they will do their best to soothe them. They are able to recognize emotional states in other animals. So, for example, when they see another bird who's upset, they, they are able to recognize that that's an emotional state. And there are a lot of species of birds that are used in experiments that people don't necessarily realize. For example, ravens... um, they engage in organized play which is a complex social ac- action that demonstrates empathy
6: now i know like when i um when i dream i sometimes remember my dreams but most of the times i don't when i wake up but i understand the cuttlefish dreams as well
9: Yes, cuttlefish are relatives of octopuses, and they are, cuttlefish are very commonly used in experiments, and they experience REM sleep, which is the dream state of of sleep, and they may actually dream like humans.
6: Now, some kids like to have hermit crabs as pets, and uh, they're aware of pain, aren't they?
9: They are, and they've also shown that they can weigh the consequences of experiencing pain in order to keep a higher quality shell. So that um, they're really able to weigh a situation and deal with some adverse circumstances in order for a greater future reward. So
6: also I heard, I'm, I'm a big fan of pigs, I think they're great, but they're very intelligent creatures, aren't they?
9: Well, I have to say I'm also a fan because I grew up with pigs, but they they are very intelligent and they also experience a wide array of emotions. So they're very emotional creatures. Um, they engage in complex play. They will devise games with toys and other animals. And they've also shown that they can understand the perspective of another animal.
6: So, Dr. Taylor, tell us about the report on animal sentience and what PETA is hoping to achieve.
9: PETA scientists have looked at the available scientific evidence that's out there supporting the the fact that that animals experience emotions, and we've compiled some of some of this evidence in this report. So people can go to our website, PETA.org, and search animal sentience, and they can read this report and learn more about what sort of evidence there is out there um, on the emotional experience of animals. People can also sign a letter to the National Institutes of Health there asking them to consider this wealth of scientific evidence and to stop experimenting on animals who experience emotional suffering when they're used in laboratories. And um, we, the reason we're asking the NIH is because the NIH funds a lot of these experiments in animals. So people can really help out that way by going there and signing that letter.
6: So that's the best place where they can find more information, though, is go to PETA.org?
9: PETA.org and search animal sentience in the search bar, and that will take them to the report and a lot of other information about how animals experience emotions
6: dr ingrid taylor thank you so much for joining us here in this segment of talking pets i really appreciate it and i appreciate all the work that you and peta are doing to help the animals out there
9: thank you so much for having me on
6: have a great weekend
9: thank you you too And
6: bye-bye
13: Looking to kill weeds without using dangerous chemicals like glyphosate? An all-natural weed killer may be just what you're looking for. Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is a concentrated herbicide derived naturally from corn. It's four times stronger than regular table vinegar, so it packs a punch against all kinds of pesky weeds. Use Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer to safely kill dandelions, crabgrass, clover, ivy, and more. It's perfect for driveways, pavers, fence lines, and other outdoor surfaces. Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer is an effective and powerful herbicide, but it doesn't stop there. It's also certified for organic use, so when used properly, it won't negatively affect soil or wildlife. Since Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is pure vinegar with no other additives, pet owners can let their pets out to play right after application. Search for Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer on Amazon.com today. We offer a hassle-free money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. hi friends john
6: patch here as host of talking pets i get asked all the time if i know of a pet odor elimination product that actually works the answer is yes and you can get it at 10 percent off with my promo code pets p-e-t-s it's called scoey 10x s-c-o-e-1-0-x the best pet odor elimination product made and you know why it's the best because scoey 10x actually eliminates bad pet odor like urine feces and vomit even skunk odor
7: natural way for horses to fight off disease and is often the first sign of a health problem. As a treatment tool, veterinarians track fever to assess treatment efficiency. In both private barns and hospital settings, however, recording of rectal temperatures is oftentimes unreliable. Because of this, researchers have found a way to accurately and consistently record body temperature that hinges on modern technology. To gather body temperature, researchers used a disposable sensor affixed to the underside of the tail to read body temperature data and send it via Bluetooth to a tablet computer. This is a technique similar to axillary or armpit temperature measurement in humans. With a concept in place, researchers pinpointed a group of horses in which fever was expected, in this case immediately following routine vaccination for influenza. 19 thoroughbreds were fitted with body temperature sensors immediately before vaccination and the sensors were kept in place for 32 hours. In addition, rectal temperatures were taken prior to vaccination, 8 hours after vaccination, and 22 hours after vaccination. Researchers compared the two sets of values. The sensor stayed in place on 16 of the horses, so temperature data from these horses were used in the final statistical analysis. Nine horses developed fever 10 to 21 hours following influenza vaccination. While the sensors recorded lower temperatures than rectal temperature measurements, sensors detected all cases of fever. Of importance, the sensors detected fever overnight when rectal temperatures were not taken. In sum, the researchers concluded that the sensors represent a reliable alternative method of monitoring the temperature of horses. The technique of continuous remote measurement significantly improves the current best practices advised for manual rectal monitoring intervals commonly used in the industry. Fast facts about your horse's body temperature are A body temperature at or below 101.5 degrees Fahrenheit in mature horses is considered normal. Foals, on the other hand, generally have a slightly higher normal temperature. Temperature readings above 101.5 degrees Fahrenheit may be problematic. While exercise can elevate a horse's temperature, it should be back to normal within 90 minutes of finishing exercise. If the temperature remains above that threshold, the horse could be developing a health problem. Horses with anhydrosis may have trouble cooling and maintain a higher body temperature following exercise than other horses. Reporting for Do- for talking pets. I'm Dr. Sue Topper.
6: Revered historical figures, a celebrated author, and a popular chicken curry dish were among those immortalized by pet owners in 2020. Nationwide Pet Insurance has published its rankings of 2020's most imaginative and unique dog and cat monikers. Names were selected from the company's database and voted on by its clients. A hairless Chinese-crested dubbed Scarlet Nohara took the top prize in the canine category, while first place in the feline category went to Edgar Allan Pa. While we all love a descriptive name like Goldie, or those that captured the zygus like Ray or... Bella, pet parents who take a unique approach to pet naming are also very much appreciated at Nationwide, says the company's chief veterinary officer, Jules Benson. Whether the moniker is meant to be funny, ironic, or just plain nonsical, giving an intentionally uncommon name shows a special thoughtfulness about pets' place within a family. Now, the top ten do- dog names to take the top spots were Scarlet and O'Hara, Anakin Tailwagger, Andre Dogla, Joan of Bark, Madam Squishy Van Wrinkleface, Stella Toys, Sugar Bubbles Fancy, Fancy Pants, The Other Dude, Trillium Points Jacob's Ladder, Zoe Max Burger Sachs, and meanwhile the top cat names were Edgar Allan Paw. Admiral Turbo Meow-Meowington, Captain Sushi, Copernicus, Ella Whiskers Oreohurst Hurst, Ferns Bane the Inquisitive, Macaroni Bob, Mingus Pokebutts, Neville Furbottom, Antica Meow-Sala, for more information, visit TalkinPets.com and join our social media family like Facebook and Twitter. Right now, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Say my
1: name, say my name, no one is around you. Baby, I love you if you ain't running game Say my name, say my name. You acting kinda shady, ain't calling me baby. Why the sudden change? Say my name, say my name. If no one is around you, say baby, I love you if you ain't running game Say my name, say my name. You acting kinda shady, ain't calling me baby. Better say my name. Call the You know,
6: I know when you register a dog, like it's like a beagle. Mm-hmm. I mean, normally you call, like, you might call your beagle Fred, but in the registered name, it's always like something really bizarre. Right. And some of these names were really bizarre. Did you hear <laughs> one that kind of stood out to you though that you liked the best?
7: Um, the Edgar Allen Paw. Yeah. I liked that. I thought that was really cute.
6: That one, that one was the uh, top cat name. Yeah, I
3: kind of like the Scarlet O'Hara. That was for, adorable you know, too. Yeah. I could see why that was number one. Right. As a sports fan, I liked Andre Iguodala, an NBA player. I thought you were going to go with the other dude. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
12: Didn't
3: mind that one.
7: I had a client one time. They named their um, their two cats and dog: cat, other cat, and brown dog. it was kind of unique you know
6: (laughs) you know we've been wondering you can watch us on Facebook live at Talking Pets Radio and we always have our number one fan there and she's always directing people with the phone number and where to go and what to do and so on and so forth but she's been MIA so we have found her Darla
18: yep I'm here
6: what are you doing? I'm Where been are you? I'm in at? the
18: hospital and I'm still in the hospital. I got a wound that got infected and uh, I'm on a major round of antibiotics and so getting getting bandages changed and taking the antibiotics through I threw a, a pick on if anybody knows what that is. Yeah. So I just I, I was just checking the time and got I had a friend a couple weeks ago to post you know that I'm that I'm not that I'm not gonna be available I'm in the hospital. And that and I don't know if you got her her text or what but but well I was looking at the clock but, well you're in there on the air I don't I can't let you I can't listen to you but I thought, well, I'll just call in and touch base with you guys so well
12: I'm, I'm glad, glad
6: that you did because we were just saying actually last week on the show I said I don't know where Darla's at I haven't heard from her so I was wondering all week I said you know sometimes she'll send me an instant message and I said something's not right right and um and then well, the I, said
18: I don't have a reliable internet here in this hospital I mean they they have an open Wi-Fi, you know, public, not secure, so I'm not going to risk, you know, getting hacked on that. I didn't even yeah. bring my iPad with me this time, so.
12: Well,
6: I'm so glad I'm to hear your and voice. You
18: guys, I'm just listening. Yep, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad like to hear your, your voice, voice, and
6: I'm glad you're okay, so. Yeah, I
18: just got to get this infection cleared up and get it healed and the uh, wound healed and finish these antibiotics and. It's just sort of like, you know, I've got on at our schedule every eight hours coming and changing that bag, you know, to so, put the they're only no, on like about 15, 20 minutes, but if just yeah, sort of like I, and it's really I nothing know. to it. I mean I'm just laying here pumping that into my into my port, but
7: how are you feeling? Are yeah. you okay? Not Well, I'm
18: tired. Or I wanna go home. I miss my kitty. <laughs> oh.
6: I know that feeling. But I mean in, in, in,
18: but I, I was off my feet too long when I come in. And now I'm working on getting the strength back in my legs because I, I did walk with a walker, but I'm just trying to get my leg strength back up that, you know, that I can actually try to walk again. So
6: Well, know that so we're thinking you about you. you are your
18: back, your legs get weak.
6: Know that we're thinking about you and we're looking forward to you I coming back next you. week.
18: Well, I hope so. Well, probably not. I'm, I think I'm going to be here another two weeks. I've got to finish out uh, six weeks of the antibiotic, and I've been here since finishing my third week so i'm well, going to stay- be here at least till the end of the month so
6: well stay strong Good. and uh get healthy and and stay away from the covid while you're there
18: uh, well thank god i tested uh, negative so i mean when they Good. brought me into the emergency room they tested me when they took me up to the uh, one other room uh for surgery recovery uh they tested me again and then when they brought me down here i'm in what they call a skilled nursing unit and it's for like a like a rehab mini rehab unit and they tested me again, so I'm, I'm still staying, you know, still
6: staying clean, so. Well, do what you need to do to get better, and then get out and let us know that you're doing okay. Yep. I
18: intend All right, Darla,
6: we're thinking about you. You take it, you okay, take it hey, easy, you. do what the doctors say, and get healthy. Oh, I do.
18: Okay, God bless. Bye-bye. All right, much love. Feel
3: better.
6: And that was Darla. Uh, Darla is our number one fan on our Facebook Live, and, um... Again, you can watch us on Facebook Live if you wish, like, to tune in at Talkin' Pets Radio, um, at Talkin' Pets Radio, and uh, our hearts go out to Darla, and, um, you know, she's such a sweetie. Mm -hmm. uh, Heal quickly, Darla. Yeah, I'm glad she's okay, though. I'm glad she's, like, getting treatment. I I was getting worried that, you know, with the whole COVID thing, Mm -hmm. so...
7: When you don't hear something, yeah. Right, and she just lost her husband... Very scary.
6: ...like, two months ago. Oh, gosh. So, So it's been difficult times, so... It's good to hear from her though. Well, we're going to take a little break, but before we go to the break, I did not give anything away. So we do always play that name that animal sound. So if you can name what this sound is, what this animal is, name that animal, and if you know what it is, We are going to send out to you a prize Like SCOE 10X or Green Gobbler Or a book or a CD from Gino Sasani If you can name what this is The most popular color of this creature Is more on the red side And it is a little bit of a scavenger So what do you think it is? 844-305-7800 844-305-7800 They've been known to be hunted in the UK by man and horse and hound What is it? 844-305-7800 Name that animal You're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch.
7: I'm Dr. Suzanne Topper.
6: And I'm Matt Matera. And everybody out there, say a good prayer, say a good hello, and uh, say good thoughts for Darla. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Protect your pup's paws this winter with Green Gobbler's Pet Safe Ice Melt. It's pet-friendly, non-corrosive, and extremely effective. Unlike rock salt, this ice melt is far less likely to cause stomach issues if ingested, and it's gentle on paws. It's no wonder why it's an Amazon bestseller. Choose the best for your pet this winter. You can find Green Gobbler pet Safe Ice Melt on Amazon or GreenGobbler.com.
14: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. For a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium My Pillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill so you have the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It comes with a 10-year warranty. It's washable and dryable, so it stays healthy. And it's 100% made in the USA. I'm also going to give you deep discounts on all my My Pillow products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets, my mattress toppers, bath towels, and so much more. That's $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow, the lowest price ever, and deep discounts on all my MyPillow products.
4: Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Special Square. Use promo code SUN or call 800-442-0471. That's MyPillow.com. Click the Radio Listener Special Square and use promo code SUN.
6: Maxwell, he was scratching and losing some hair. My vet, she says, oh, he must be allergic to chicken. Another vet said, eat the grain. Third vet said, it's the weather. Then somebody said,
1: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot
12: com.
6: It took two weeks, and the dog stopped itching. The hair stopped falling out. The Dynavite is a big part of Maxwell's diet. You get some Dynavite, how happy
5: your dog will be.
10: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com.
5: Do you have a great idea for a radio show, but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on Gab, all you need is your voice. We'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network is aired on our station on the TuneIn Radio app, And they're all sent to our satellite, which is accessed by about 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are several ways to connect to Gab remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So, if you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Joe Walsh Radio Show, Talking Pets, and Inside Analysis, send an email now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com.
2: Are you looking to promote healthy lung function? Quantum Nutrition Labs has exciting news. Our lung support is back, and it's better than ever. This comprehensive botanical formula featuring bromelain, N-acetyl-L-cysteine, and organic cranberry is designed for optimal lung support. For a limited time, buy two bottles and get the third one free. Call one 800 370 3447 or visit us online at qnlabs.com. That's 1-800-370-3447, or visit qnlabs.com.
17: Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Marshall, Ph.D., host of Healthline. Tune in to get your questions answered and hear the latest breakthrough information for you and your family. Our product line, Quantum Nutrition Labs, delivers what others only promise, nutrition that really works.
15: Here is today's top automotive tech story. I'm Nick Miles. The first of three new green powered EV star shuttles went into service last Monday as part of Electrify America's more than $40 million green cities investments in Sacramento. The vehicles are being integrated into Scott's Smart Ride on Demand micro shuttle program. Smart Ride is the first on demand micro transit program in Sacramento with an innovative service model that provides point to point transportation. For more tech news, go to testmiles.com.
16: The all-new Highlander comes equipped with five USB ports, perfect for fully charging everyone's smartphone. No phone is dying on your watch. That's how you go Highlander. Toyota, let's go places. May not be compatible with all mobile phones, MP3, WMA players, and like models.
5: You're listening to Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. For more info on our programs and services, including technical operations and syndication, please visit Gab.
3: A goldfish weighing nine pounds came under the spotlight Monday after being discovered during a fish population survey at a lake in South Carolina, park officials said. Ty Houck, an official with the Greenville County Park, said, that, said the massive fish was found swimming on November 16th in a 12-acre body of water in Oak Grove Lake Park in the county of Greenville. Greenville Rec, which oversees the park where the fish was discovered, posted a photo of the golden spectacle on Facebook on Monday. Anyone missing their goldfish? This nine-pound goldfish was found in Oak Grove Lake during some recent testing at our lakes, the organization wrote in a post. The work included electrofishing, a method of measuring the health of the fish population. Wildlife officials were conducting a fish population survey analogous to a fish sticking its finger or fin in a socket, Hauk said. A weak electrical current is run through the water and stuns them for a few minutes. Houck said he believes the giant goldfish is the one, only one swimming in the lake because park officials did not encounter any others in this survey. He added that while the goldfish is non-native to South Carolina, it was not considered an invasive species to the lake. The average lifespan of goldfish is between 6 to 7 years, while those found in the wild can live up to 30 years, according to the United States Geological Survey. According to the agency, goldfish can grow upwards of 6 pounds, far below the weight of the 9-pound pond fish in South Carolina. As for the goldfish's current whereabouts, Hauk said, it, said he placed the fish back in the water after snapping a photo of the large creature. At the advice of professionals, we decided to leave the bachelor or bachelorette back where we found it, Hauk said. Obviously, they're really happy here. For more information, visit talkin'pets.com and join our social media family. Reporting, I'm Matt Matera.
1: Pretty little goldfish come and go. Swimming in the sunshine to and fro. To and fro. To and fro. Swimming in the sunshine to and
6: fro. That's not a little goldfish. That's a big goldfish. It's
7: bigger than this cat.
6: Nine pounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like to a minnow, that's like a, a whale coming after him to eat. hmm Well, we have the animal sound out there, which is sounds a little bit like... That. And we're going to go out... First, we're going to go out to Eureka, California. And... Sharon. Hey, Sharon, how you doing?
18: I'm doing fine, but that's one scary goldfish.
6: <laughs> Could you imagine seeing my, that, Not a nine-pound goldfish? Oh, my
18: gosh, I can't imagine diving in the water and having it just swim by.
6: You know, it's funny because they say goldfish will get as big as their environment allows them to, and I have two ponds on my property, like two little... Goldfish ponds, and they do get like, well, not not nine pounds, but you know, a couple inches long um, to their environment. And they do pretty good until the raccoon finds them.
18: <laughs> well, didn't it say this one was all by itself?
6: Yeah. Yep. No
18: idea. That nine is, pounds. Be terrible.
6: So, what do you uh, think, actually, anyway, Sharon? Um, what do you think that is?
18: Um, would it be the poor little red fox?
2: Hey. Congratulations.
6: You're absolutely correct. Now, do you want to go with a bottle of SCOE 10X, the odor eliminator? You can go with Green Gobbler, the Pet Safe Ice Melt, or you can go with the uh, 20% Vinegar Weed Killer. I've got a book on dogs or cats from Chicken Soup for the Soul, and I've got a CD from Gino Sasani in Cold Blood, but it's about reptiles. Well, I
18: love reptiles. Um, but I think I'll go with the. Um Weed, uh, you know, get rid of the
6: weed. Okay, so uh, you're going to go with the Green Gobbler 20% Vinegar Weed Killer. We're going to send that out to you there in Eureka, California. And Sharon, thanks for playing with us, and uh, good guess. Oh, thank
18: you. I learned a lot about the goldfish while I was <laughs> on
6: hold. Well, that's yeah. good. I, actually, thanks. I learned one or two things myself. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, thanks. Hold on. Don't I'll hang up.
18: Together.
6: Stay on the line okay. so we can get your address. All right. And that's Sharon out there in Eureka, California. Now, I know we um, have somebody oh, else no. holding and is going to take a shot at um, the next animal. And so we're going to play the animal sound and see if by chance Mitch in Everett, Pennsylvania will know what this is. Uh, uh, uh. That's a little bit of a bizarre sound.
7: <laughs> you better give him a hint on that, John.
6: <laughs> it sounds like a guy like trying to hack up a hairball or something. You know, <laughs> Mitch, what do you think? Do you have an idea?
14: No, I knew. I knew the other one was a red fox, though. I'll
6: give you a hint on this one, which is a very bizarre sound. I never thought they sounded like this. But they're very well known throughout Australia. I don't know. What's an animal that's well known out in Australia?
7: More hint, on. I really
6: Uh,
8: really don't know.
6: (laughs) Their babies are known as joeys.
8: Known as what?
6: Their babies are called joeys. And they actually grow up in the mother's pouch.
8: Kangaroo.
6: Yay! <laughs> I gave you some good hints there. So congratulations yeah, on that one, Mitch. So what do you yeah. want to go with? Do you want to go with the SCOE 10X, the odor eliminator? You can go with the Green Gobbler Pet Safe Ice Melt or the Green Gobbler 20% Vinegar Weed Killer. I've got books. Like, I've got I a like CD. I'd
14: like to have the Weed Killer.
6: You got the weed killer coming out to you from uh, Green Gobbler. So stay on the line, Mitch, and we'll send that out to you there in Everett, PA. And thanks for playing with us. And stay safe.
8: All right. Thank you.
6: Stay on the line. That's Mitch out there in Everett, Pennsylvania. I gave him some good hints on that one. Yes, you he did. Them out. So, but yeah.
7: But that's good. Because I would have never gotten that. No.
6: No, off that sound. To be honest with you, I wouldn't either. No,
12: but not off that. the hint,
6: I, I would have gotten the it, hints. Yes, I right. would have got it off the animal in Australia. Right. Yeah.
3: The, the, the hint you pretty much narrow it down to either a kangaroo or like a koala. Yeah. You know. So you pretty. <laughs> I didn't think about koala though.
6: You got a 50, you're right. 50-50 shot. Yeah, the koala was uh Yeah, that could have been a good guess too. So. But he got it, so congratulations to Mitch and Sharon. So uh, we say goodbye for this hour of talking Pets, but spay new to your pets and help control the pet population if you're looking to bring a pet home. Um, go to your local shelter or rescue and pick up one there. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, you'll see mine newest rescue, um, laying on Dr. Sue's lap. Um, You could visit us at Talkin' Pets Radio and watch us on Facebook Live if you wish. But thanks for listening on your favorite radio station. We really appreciate it. Please be safe, be well, and be nice to everyone else around you. Bye for now.
0: Could
1: have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Uh. I am Seth Peterson. I am Dippy Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Robert. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi,
2: this is Charlotte Ross. Hi,
3: this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up you guys? This is AJ from the Bash. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening
2: to Talking
4: Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets, Talking Pets with John Patch. John.
5: Patch. We're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch.
0: Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories.
6: Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. You can also watch us on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. I'm John Patch. Joining us from Livingston Animal and Avian Hospital out of Lutz, Florida is...
7: Dr. Suzanne Topper.
6: Here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Darian and he'll put you on the air with us. That's 844 305 7800. The show is produced here at the farm by. Hey, how's it
3: going? It's Matt Matera.
6: Thank you, Matt. And brought to you by Green Gobbler 20% Vinegar Weed Killer, environmentally pet and children friendly. Also, Green Gobbler Pet Safe Ice Melt, pet friendly, non corrosive, extremely effective, and ice melt for you and your pets. Can be found at Home Depot.com and Amazon.com. Also, don't forget, brought to you by Dynavite, Talking Pets. You won't believe how happy your pet will be. That's Dynavite.com, dot com. Right now, you're listening to Talking Pets.
1: Never seen a real dinosaur. Have you ever wondered where they went? They were so large. They were so big. How could they
9: just
6: have? So i got to ask you, Dr. sue have you ever wondered where the dinosaur went?
9: Oh, sure.
6: I mean, doesn't it make you really think about it, though? I mean, they were, they were huge. Mm-hmm. And the planet's still here, so what happened to them?
7: Yeah, I mean, you read different theories, right. and I can't say I can remember specifically any right now off the top of my head, but, I mean, it would have to be a major event for those big of creatures to just be gone.
6: Well, like they said, you know, an asteroid hitting the planet. Right, that's, you know, the, and big,
7: that's the
3: thing, the meteor thing. Right. Yeah, Why yeah. would a meteor, obviously we don't know the answers, but it specifically took out just dinosaurs you know i mean obviously there was like it, other creatures and that's stuff a good too. point
6: that's a good point i but mean we also, and what
3: about cavemen or whatever or what about we kind of still have dinosaurs now with alligators there's always a viral video every like seven months where there's a alligator on a golf course and everyone's like this is crazy
6: this is wild yeah mm-hmm. well it and some of them are huge I mean yeah. I've
3: seen some of the alligators
6: yeah. and usually down here where we produce the show in Florida are gigantic. Right. But you know and you wonder about you know all those depths down into the sea, mm-hmm. you know the megalodon, the big, you know, yeah. um shark that once lived and you kind of wonder if they're still What's down there? Loch Ness. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know, Loch
3: Ness wasn't really the ocean.
6: No, but 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 there's mysteries. I mean, you know, sure. I mean, so I think there might be still some creatures that we're not aware of, and And that that makes a good
7: point. I mean, there are a lot of like sharks, as you just said, or they were there then and they're here now. Right. So true. But smaller yeah.
6: versions though i think um than what you know we were used to or whatever mm-hmm. i remember one time in the news because you know we've been on the air uh talking pets for over 30 years now and i remember covering a story where they found a woolly mammoth and they found it in the ice and they were taking the dna out of it and they were gonna mix it with an elephant right and see what they end up with now i never heard anything Did after that, ha- that. yeah
7: i wonder if anything ever came of that <laughs> yeah
6: i don't know i mean it's kind of like it came out for a while in the news and then it became silent you know kind of like
7: so there's a woolly mammoth somewhere
6: yeah you kind of <laughs> wonder you know yeah. i mean you don't know what they're doing out there they're doing some weird stuff so but and then you know, it is
7: amazing with dna technology how much more you just look at the vaccines they can now develop and it's pretty crazy
6: have you had any um through livingston animal Navy hospital have you had any kind of weird animals come in that you don't normally see
7: Actually, not really, John, because if they called first, they would pretty much get told that we don't treat that particular type of creature. I mean, you know, I've had different kinds of reptiles and cool chameleons and snakes and such. They're tough, though. I mean, we have
6: have a reptile expert that comes on the show, um, Gino, and um, the thing is, is like reptiles are very hard to keep.
7: It is. The husbandry is difficult to, to simulate, honestly. And that's a big thing that a lot of the things that happen or diseases they get can be very related to the husbandry. And I'm sure, you know, has talked about that many times. And so it's hard and people think they're cool and want to have them. But unfortunately, a lot of times the poor things will get these serious problems because they're just not kept, whether it be temperature or light or diet. It's it's very difficult to simulate their needs.
6: Well, it's also too, um, you know, this is... And throughout the hour, we're going to play an animal sound, and if you can name that animal sound, we're going to give you a prize compliments of our sponsors. So this is kind of a bizarre animal sound, and if you can name what this is, um, we're going to send you out a prize of your choice. Now, if you won something, that prize in the last three months, um, pick something that you haven't won, but... Now, I don't know if this thing has been around. It's an omnivore, and I don't know if it's been around during the um, dinosaur ages, but it is, to me, it's a very bizarre-looking creature. And it's got an extremely long tongue, like very, very long tongue. Um, And I guess it needs it in order to feed. I know, I see you peeking over there,
7: Sue. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I don't know it, so I'd have to cheat. (laughs) Name this animal...
6: If you can name that animal, we're going to send you out a prize like SCOE 10X, or you can go with the Green Gobbler, Pet Safe Ice Melt, or you can go with the Green Gobbler, 20% Vinegar Weed Killer. I've got Chicken Soup for the Soul books, one on dogs, one on cats. I've also got a CD from Gino Sasani. If you've got reptiles, it's uh, in cold blood. It's all about reptiles. If you can name this animal. It's got a very long snout and an extremely long um, tongue. Um, and it's kind of cool looking, but bizarre looking at the same time. But it is an omnivore, if you can uh, figure out what it is. Pick up the phone, give us a call. 844-305-7800. And you could be a winner. Don't forget, you can watch us on Facebook Live, if you wish, at Talking Pets Radio. Uh, check us out there. But 844-305-7800. That's the number... To call, you know anything new going on? You know I want to ask you about. You know I know like in the northern regions, not necessarily you're going to see a lot of fleas out because it's snowing and it's cold and so on and so forth. But that right. doesn't stop them from being in your home. Um, they're still laying eggs. They're still hatching right and, they know. can be
7: dormant for right. a long time you cannot be there for a year and they'll still be there
6: well down <laughs> here in the southern states where it's warmer um or in the part of the country where you're at if it's warmer like uh, things like that are year round and mm-hmm. i've got three cats three of my kids and um it seems like i've gone through three different products over the last three months and all three of them don't seem to be working as well as they used to in the past and I had heard that a lot of these creatures, because of climate change and everything else, um, they're becoming more resilient to a lot of the uh, products out there to fight
11: fleas.
7: They can, John. We are seeing resistance to products, you know, particularly the ones that have been, have been out there for a while. You're absolutely right. And, of course, here we are in Florida with the infamous great Florida flea who you know, can survive, it seems like, almost anything. So We drive cars here. <laughs> yeah, me too.
6: Right next to the cockroaches.
7: <laughs> but sometimes, and you have to look at the different products in your situation, I find. That's why it's, if you're really having a hard time, it is good for people to talk to their vet about it. Because there's sometimes there's a reason. Like some of the products aren't as quick of a flea kill, but work over a longer time. You know, there, there's just some ins and outs to it. I
6: want to talk a little bit more about that when we come back, but real quick, I wanted to go to Laurie in Tampa, Florida, and she thinks she knows what this animal sound is. She may be right. Laurie. what do you think that animal is?
18: A hippopotamus? Uh,
6: I would say... You are incorrect, and you can try again on another animal sound, but that is not right. Sorry, Lori. Okay,
18: thank you.
6: Enjoy the weekend. That's Lori out there in Tampa, Florida. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets.
10: I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam. He was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shocks and steroids into your dog all the time. dot com. is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing vite.com. dot com.
4: Lately, I love to get out of the house and go on a drive, but I hate driving through storms. That's why I drive with wiper blades that can handle any weather. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are crafted with advanced quad tech, four-layered coated silicone that repels water, snow, and ice, and lasts two times longer than other blades. It's so dependable, Rainier Zytlo broke a world record driving from Alaska to Argentina, over 16,000 miles with these blades. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are real world proven. Get a pair today, only at Walmart.
11: I'm Andy Solomon. Frito-Lay knows that Americans are more excited than ever for the return of football, and their new commercial features pros and legends including Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Dak Prescott, and Marshawn Lynch. There's something magical about NFL Kickoff, and the hilarious commercial relates the sense of wonder and excitement of the night before Christmas to the night before NFL Kickoff. Keep an eye out for it during your next favorite game. Also, even though more fans are watching than ever before, the in-person experience will likely look different this year. Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the NFL, is helping fans bring the stadium experience home to become home gate heroes. Tostitos' new fan track bags, limited edition custom bags featuring chip-activated motion sensors, automatically play fans' favorite chance with every bowl full of Tostitos to emulate the camaraderie from watching live in the stadium. Fans can enter to win one of 10 unique team designs by tweeting at Tostitos using hashtag home gate hero entry and tagging their favorite NFL team.
5: Do you have a great idea for a radio show, but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on Gab, all you need is your voice. We'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network is aired on our station on the TuneIn Radio app, And they're all sent to our satellite, which is accessed by about 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are several ways to connect to Gab remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So, if you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Joe Walsh Radio Show, Talking Pets, and Inside Analysis, send an email now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at Gab.
7: The deaths of countless puppies might soon be prevented thanks to a newly announced agreement. Elanco Animal Health is set to acquire the global rights to Kindred Biosciences Proprietary KIND030, a monoclonal antibody being developed for the treatment and prevention of canine parvovirus. The global license includes an upfront payment of $500,000 as well as additional milestone payments based on successful completion of development targets including efficacy, formulation, and manufacturing, Alonco says. This announcement brings us a step closer to saving thousands, hundreds of thousands of dogs exposed to this deadly disease each year, says Kindred Bio CEO Richard Chin, MD. We believe Kind 030 can transform the way parvovirus infections are treated and prevented. Banfield Pet Hospital estimates there are approximately a quarter of a million parvo cases in the U.S. annually, according to Alonco. Additionally, the company says, Blue Pearl noted a 70% increase in cases at its hospitals amidst the COVID pandemic. At this time, there are no approved treatments for canine parvovirus, Alonco says. With parvovirus on the rise, it's more important than ever to bring a new treatment option to veterinarians for this devastating and deadly disease, says Aaron Schacht, Alonco's Executive Vice President of Innovation, Regulatory and Business Development. We're excited to establish this important partnership with Kindred Bio to develop and commercialize this novel monoclonal antibody. Kind030 is currently being pursued for two indications in dogs, prophylactic therapy to prevent clinical signs of CPV infection, and treatment of established parvovirus infection. Completion of an upcoming pivotal efficacy study for the therapeutic indication is expected in the first quarter of 2021, Alanco says. A study conducted by Kindred Biosciences earlier this year demonstrated 100% efficacy in the prevention of canine parvovirus, as well as a mortality benefit in the treated group. For more information, visit TalkinPets.com and join our social media family. Reporting, I'm Dr. Suzanne Toper.
1: Mm-hmm. There I was, working at the window Turning pennies and paychecks into savings and loans. Reach for the ceiling, she said. The gun's quite loaded. Fill the bag up with big bills, and I'll be gone. Caught her eyes underneath the bandana. The world is fire, that's when I fell in love. Everybody lay down and count to a hundred. Except for you, boy, cause I'm taking you hostage. What's that I feel? Between my shoulder blades like ice-cold steel. She explained it was a pound of prevention.
7: And you're
6: listening to Talkin' Pets. Once again, I'm John
7: Patch. I'm Dr. Suzanne Toper.
6: And I'm Matt Matera. Pick up the phone and give us a call. 844-305-7800. That's the number to call. 844-305-7800. Want to give a big shout-out on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio to Mr. Barry out there. Love you, Barry Man. He's uh, watching us on there. Hi. (laughs) And by the way, the animal sound is still out there. I saw you peeking. I cheated. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Lori in Tampa, Florida, thought it was a hippo. um, But I did give a couple of hints. It's got a very long nose, snout kind of. And its tongue is very long. Very very long tongue, and it's kind of a neat looking creature. Um, but again, y- you've got to guess what it is. Eight four four three zero five seven eight hundred, eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. I mean, I'm trying to think of another one. That it is an omnivore.
7: See, I wouldn't have managed that sound coming out of that creature. I so I think it's. You gave great hints.
6: Would you notice? Like, would you? Okay, so you wouldn't know if you heard that. If I would. That's what this is
7: because it, I don't. That almost sounds like a little bit more of a fierce sound to me. Yeah, you know, like growly, and I wouldn't imagine that animal doing but it. But
6: you got to figure though from like its mouth and its nose is way out there.
12: Yeah,
7: <laughs> yeah. So maybe it sort of resonates. It's I guess. Like,
6: <laughs> yeah, it's like way at the end <laughs> of the body or you know the head. Yeah. Um, but you know the tongue comes in use for mm-hmm. what they like to eat do you think you know what it is matt
3: i have an idea i don't want to say it in case a caller comes and uh
6: yeah 8443057800 Eight four four three zero five seventy eight hundred. if you think you know what it is, pick up the phone and give us a call and take a guess. But we were talking about fleas and all, and mm-hmm. when you were talking about uh, different medications. Right. So you had one or two more comments before we take some of the callers.
7: Well, I think the one thing I would say, and again, it sort of just really depends upon your situation, where you live, what your home's like, what surrounds your home, because you often do have to treat the environment, whether that be the backyard or the house, and... Even people with hardwood floors can have problems because they can still get in those cracks and crevices. And so you have to vacuum a lot, like daily sometimes, to help get them out and empty the vacuum bag outside instead of inside the house. And, you know, so there are a lot of little other tricks and things that you can do around the house. But products, there are several, several really good ones out there, but it can really depend upon your situation, how many pets you have. The other thing I will tell people is you've got to treat all the pets. Sometimes they'll just treat the one right. or two they're seeing yeah. fleas on, but you got to treat everything. Jumps from
6: one to the other. It's mm-hmm. not you know. Fleas right. don't care. No, they don't. Black cat, white cat, gray cat, whatever cat could be a green cat. The fleas will be on it. This is the animal sound. And out to Henry in Kingsley, Michigan. What do you think, Henry? What do you think animal that is that makes that sound?
14: Um,
8: it's a, a possum.
6: You Sorry, you are incorrect on that one, Henry. But mm-hmm. try again on another animal one, and uh, maybe you'll get okay. that one right. But thank you for trying. All right. That's Henry out there in Michigan. He was incorrect. It is not a possum.
7: I can see why he might think they have long noses, though.
6: But, um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, kind of. But we're going to take another shot at Lori, and Lori thinks that she knows what it is what do you think lori
9: i think it's an anteater
3: that was my guess too
6: sure it oh, was yeah.
3: sure okay <laughs> congratulations you're right lori <laughs> <laughs> do,
12: you want, do,
6: do you want to go with a bottle of scoey 10x the odor eliminator we've got green gobbler 20 percent vinegar weed killer or the green gobbler uh uh, Pet Safe Ice Melt, uh, I got a CD from Gino Sasani, or I've got a dog book or a cat book from Chicken Soup for the Soul. What do you think?
18: I'll do the Chicken Soup for the Soul.
6: You want the dog or the cat? The,
18: the dog, yes. Please.
6: You got a dog book coming out to <laughs> you from Chicken Great. Soup for the Soul. Congratulations. Stay on the line so we can get your address, Lori, you. and we'll ship that out to you. And thanks for playing with us.
9: Great, thank you.
6: That's Lori, and once again, the answer was? Anteater. Anteater. correct. That is a weird sound, though. I don't think I ever want to meet an anteater.
7: Mm. Like I say, it sounds kind of like a growl. I, I almost, before I cheated,
6: if I, heard I that, thought it
7: was a large cat.
6: That's what I was going to say. Yeah. If I heard that in the bushes behind me, I'd right. be like climbing it. Well, it wouldn't help to climb a tree if it was a cat, but mm. um, I'd be scared. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets hi friends john patch here as host of talking pets i get asked all the time if i know of a pet odor elimination product that actually works the answer is yes and you can get it at 10 percent off with my promo code pets p-e-t-s it's called scoey 10x s-c-o-e-1-0-x the best pet odor elimination product made and you know why it's the best because SCOE 10x actually eliminates bad pet odor like urine feces and vomit even skunk odor
13: Looking to kill weeds without using dangerous chemicals like glyphosate? An all-natural weed killer may be just what you're looking for. Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is a concentrated herbicide derived naturally from corn. It's four times stronger than regular table vinegar, so it packs a punch against all kinds of pesky weeds. Use Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer to safely kill dandelions, crabgrass, clover, ivy, and more. It's perfect for driveways, pavers, fence lines, and other outdoor surfaces. Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer is an effective and powerful herbicide. But it doesn't stop there. It's also certified for organic use, so when used properly, it won't negatively affect soil or wildlife. Since Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is pure vinegar with no other additives, pet owners can let their pets out to play right after application. Search for Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer on Amazon.com today. We offer a hassle-free money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose.
3: The world's largest iceberg is closing in on a South Atlantic island and has the potential to cause major damage to wildlife if it becomes grounded near the island. The A-68A iceberg, which NASA estimates to be roughly the size of Delaware, broke off from the Larson Sea ice shelf in Antarctica in 2017. Currently, it is making its way through the southern Antarctic front towards the island of South Georgia, according to the government of South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands. The islands roughly the size of Rhode Island are a U.K. overseas territory about 800 miles southeast of the Falkland Islands. While there are scientific research bases located on the islands, it is an inhospitable environment and there are no permanent residents. Government officials have been tracking the 4,200 square kilometer iceberg closely with the help of the British Royal Air Force, who conducted a reconnaissance mission over the iceberg, capturing photos and videos of the large mass. The sheer size of the A-68A iceberg means it is impossible to capture its entirety in one single shot, British officials said in a statement. As of now, the iceberg is just 150 kilometers from the territory, according to BBC News. If it it does collide with South Georgia Island, scientists warn that it could threaten the wildlife ecosystem and animals' access to food. A large number of whales, seals, and penguins feed off the coast of South Georgia. Ecosystems can and will bounce back, of course, but there's a danger here that if the iceberg gets stuck, it could be there for 10 years. An iceberg has massive implications for where land-based predators might be able to forage, said Professor Durant Tarling, an ecologist at the British Atlantic Survey. Based on water currents and weather conditions, the iceberg is poised to strike the territory this month, according to the Royal Navy. For more information, visit TalkinPets.com and join our social media family reporting. Family reporting. I'm Matt Matera.
12: we
6: December 20th, an attending veterinarian in Rocky View County, Alberta, Canada, confirmed a five-year-old grade gelding with equine influenza, influenza, otherwise known as EI. The gelding began showing signs which consisted of fever, coughing, nasal discharge on December 20th. His vaccination status is unknown. He is reported as recovering and is under voluntary quarantine. Now, four additional horses at the affected horse's boarding facility were exposed. Equine influenza is a highly contagious respiratory disease that infects horses, ponies, and other equids, such as donkeys, mules, and zebras. The virus that causes it is spread via saliva and respiratory secretions from infected horses. Horses are commonly exposed via horse-to-horse contact. Aerosol transmission from coughing and sneezing And contact with human's contaminated hands, shoes, or clothes Or contaminated tack, buckets, or other equipment Clinical signs of equine influenza infection can include A high fever up to 106 degrees Fahrenheit A dry hacking cough Depression, weakness, anorexia And also watery nasal discharge Also, a slightly enlarged lymph nodes. Consider monitoring your horse's health at shows by taking his temperature daily, which can help you pick up on signs of infection early and take appropriate measures to reduce disease spread. Vaccination is an important and inexpensive way to protect your horse. Now, the U.S. equestrian requires proof that horses have had an influenza. Vaccination within six months prior to attending organization-sanctioned competitions or events. Your veterinarian can help you determine what other vaccines your horse might benefit from. In addition to vaccinating following strict biosecurity protocols, can help reduce your horse's chance of infection and disease. Such measures include quarantining new equine arrivals at barns, disinfecting buckets and equipment, and preventing nose-to-nose contact between horses. For more information, visit TalkinPets.com and join our social media family, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is Talkin' Pets. So, Dr. Sue, I didn't know that, like, horses French kiss.
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, they do that tongue action
7: as well, well, huh? I mean, they nuzzle each other, John. I don't know about the tongue thing, but... <laughs> yeah. Kind of frightening now. And they eat their hay together or, you know, drink out of the same uh-huh. watering thing. So, they're, you know, yeah. You never know
6: what they do when that barn door is closed. <laughs> But you know it's it's um it's interesting too though like with zoonotic can you explain what a zoonotic disease is? A zoonotic
7: is? disease it is a disease that people can catch from animals basically.
6: So what about the other way around that an animal is it still considered zoonotic if it's like animals can catch it from people?
7: Oh uh, yeah I guess technically it is you know like it can go back and forth. Sort of thing, yes.
6: Are there a lot of them, zoonotic diseases, that you can get from? There's a
7: fair number of them. I mean, the most classic case that people think about is rabies. Right. You know, the one that's the most fatal because, you know, it's dramatic. If you catch it, you're almost certainly going to die. But um, And we vaccinate our pets, and it's typically required by law in most counties that we do. Um, So that's a big one. But, yeah, there are a lot of ones, some more common than others, salmonella, you know, people think of certain bacteria that you can get from pets, you know, how we tell people not to let little kids touch reptiles and put their hands in their mouth, that kind of thing, you know, the the little turtles, that is another classic example of something like that. Um, How about skin things like ringworm? You know, that's something that you can potentially catch from your pet as well. So there's a fairly long list of them. And you shouldn't be scared or freaked out, but you should certainly educate yourself if you have whatever type of pet you have. And, you know, practice good biosecurity, I guess, is one name for it kind of a scientific name for it
6: now birds are very sensitive to um some ailments right and more so than other animals because of their respiratory systems is that true
7: yeah well certain respiratory diseases their whole body is kind of like a respiratory system quite frankly if you want to think of it that way they don't have lungs like we do their lungs don't move they're kind of just stuck in the top part of their body cavity but they have a system of um air sacs s-a-c-s sacks. So like I'm, I'm glad you almost that. yeah I knew you were going to jump on me for that. But, <laughs> but it almost like a, a system of bellows internally with very fine separations that are very transparent. You can almost see through it like cellophane and the air flows through this system of air compartments and through the lungs and it gives them a very efficient respiratory system. So if they have exposure to something from a respiratory standpoint, it can rapidly become systemic and throughout their whole body. So, yes, and one of the diseases that people can get from birds is psittacosis or chlamydophila. That's one thing that people think about. And
6: Is that chlamydia, basically?
7: Yeah, but not the venereal kind. It's, oh, okay. you know, it's different. Uh, symptoms in people would be more like flu type symptoms, like headaches and respiratory symptoms, so to speak. You yeah. know, years ago when they used to import a lot of birds, it was much more common in these import stations or people that would buy birds that had been imported from out of the country, that kind of thing. The other thing I always advise people is it's not good to kiss your bird or feed them from your mouth because you can pass bacteria to your bird that way. So, You know, it's Mm -hmm. not a really good idea, but people do it.
6: I don't French kiss my bird. (laughs) They'd bite my lip off. (laughs) Most of them would. Most of them
7: would, (laughs) but sometimes people do do it, and they need to be careful with that.
6: Well, we're going to play another animal sound. It's another omnivore. If you can figure out what this is, we're going to send you out a prize as well. And this is the sound. You can find this animal on land, and you can also find them in water. And they're known to actually be, people love them, people love to watch them, but they can be very mean. They have a mean streak. So, and it's an omnivore, what is that animal? 844 305 7800, 844 305 7800, call. If you know what this is. I think they're adorable. I've seen one or two in the wild, and I was fascinated by them, but again... Oh, they're they're they, really cool. Yeah, but they can be vicious, though.
7: Yeah, you gave it away to me w- with that, I think. Yeah? Yeah.
6: You think you know? You didn't peek?
7: Uh, I know, because my coffee cup's in the way right now. Oh, but. okay. <laughs> but I think I do know, and I have heard that sound get made, so...
6: I'm sure Matt knows. That's what Matt sounds like when he's French kissing his girlfriend. <laughs> Almost to a T. <laughs> but that's not the answer. Eight four four three zero five seventy eight hundred. It's got four legs. It's not a bird. Could sound like a little bit like a bird, but it's not a bird. Got four legs. Water creature. Land creature. Can be vicious. I think they're absolutely adorable. I love them. I think they're so cool. Makes you want to hug them, but no.
7: <laughs> <laughs> the babies maybe, but not yeah, the adults. <laughs> no, not the adults.
6: 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. Pick up the phone, give us a call if you think you know what that animal is, and then we're going to send you out a prize. You can pick out SCOE Tenx, the ultimate odor eliminator. You can go with the Green Gobbler uh, Pet Safe Ice Melt or the Green Gobbler 20% Vinegar Weed Killer. Or you can go with uh, CD from Gino Sasani in Cold Blood, but it's about reptiles. Um, and also you got a choice of chicken soup for the soul. I got a dog book or a cat book. I could send out to you if you know what that animal sound is. Do you have Do you have a hint on what you think? That
7: you mean should I give a hint or do I think I know?
6: No, do you have a hint?
7: Um, let's see.
6: A better hint than I've already given. Which I, don't I don't know
7: which if it's too much. Like I, I think, as you said, they're land and water, but in the water they like to hang out on their backs a lot.
6: a good hint yeah and you're right they do they're they're almost theatrical i mean the way they act in the water so 844-305-7800 pick up the phone give us a call 844-305-7800 and uh, don't forget uh, in the house is dr suzanne toper from livingston animal and avian hospital here in Lutz, florida so uh, Pick up the phone, give us a call anywhere across the country. We want to hear from you guys, whether you're in Portland or Seattle or Nashville or Tampa. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. This is Talking Pets.
2: She became overweight, stinky. Several vertebrae fused together.
9: Sophie was going to be euthanized. D i n o oh. v i t e dot com. I remember Sophie starting the Dinovite. She has loved it. She is no longer stinky. She is full of life. Dinovite is nutrition. Get them on Dinovite right away while they're healthy. You won't believe how happy your dog will I be. I get my Dynavite from Dinovite from D i n o v i t e dot com
0: harrison's reality check now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment Matt Rush continues to build more of President Trump's border wall before his term ends. Mr. Trump's bypassed legal issues by gutting wildlife refuges and reshaping Native American lands under the name of national security. At the end, a partial wall, environmental damage, and a rich construction company, or 18, will be his legacy. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com.
5: If you run a large corporation, small business, or anything in between, you need ads to help get the word out. A full page in the newspaper sounds good. A TV spot sounds even better. But let's face it, newspapers are essentially last-minute wrapping paper, and a TV spot is just expensive and basically code for bathroom break. Talk radio is different. Commercials cost practically nothing to produce, and the listeners are loyal. They like what they like, and they stay tuned in. When they hear about a new product or service during their favorite show, they can't wait to try it out for themselves so they can talk about it with their friends. And you know how radio listeners like to talk. If you want to add radio to your marketing portfolio, you need the Gab Radio Network. Gab Radio is the team of full-service experts you've been looking for, from writing to production, distribution, voiceover, and more. We make sure your spots are paired with the right shows in the right markets at the right time of day so the right people can hear. Since we're in over 100 markets across 34 states, Canada, and American Samoa, I'd say it's a pretty good place to start. If you want to know more, just email sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com.
0: Harrison's Reality Check. If you know someone with a drug and alcohol problem that's hitting a little too close to home, there's help in a moment. Some states may follow California in banning the cancer-causing chemical phthalate used in bottled water and plastic toys. Government deregulation still allows toy manufacturers to use it here without disclosure. Phthalates also make store-bought bottled waters squeezable. The more squeezable a plastic bottle, the more phthalates. So ditch the plastic if at all possible. Harrison's Reality Check. Harrison.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help
6: right now.
0: Insurance may cover everything.
6: Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Are drug and alcohol problems hitting you too close to home? Get help right now.
0: Insurance may cover everything. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. That's 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. <laughs>
15: Here is today's top automotive tech story. I'm Nick Miles. After more than two years of dedicated preparations, Toyota Motor Manufacturing West Virginia produced Toyota's first hybrid transaxle in North America. An initial $130 million investment was announced in late 2017 to yearly produce 120,000 hybrid transaxles, which replace the conventional transmission in hybrid vehicles. For more automotive tech news, go to testmiles.com.
16: The all-new Highlander comes equipped with five USB ports, perfect for fully charging everyone's smartphone. No phone is dying on your watch. That's how you go Highlander. Toyota, let's go places. May not be compatible with all mobile phones, MP3, WMA players, and like models.
5: You're listening to Global American Broadcasting, the GAB Radio Network. For more info on our programs and services, including technical operations and syndication, please visit
7: Club, the world's largest purebred dog registry, announced that the Bivere Terrier has received full recognition and is eligible to compete in the toy group. This addition brings the number of AKC-recognized breeds to 197. We're thrilled to have the Bevere Terrier join the registry, said Gina DiNardo, AKC Executive Secretary. This wonderful little dog makes a great companion for a variety of people, and we're excited to introduce dog lovers to another fantastic breed that may be a perfect match for their family. As always, we encourage people to do their research to find the right breed for their lifestyle. Joining the toy group, the Bivere Terrier is a happy-go-lucky dog with a childlike whimsical attitude. Their purpose is to love and be loved, making them excellent companions. These dogs are loyal and a friend to all they meet. Their long coat requires daily brushing to keep it free of mats. Bever Terriers are easygoing and don't need a great deal of exercise. Daily walks and playtime will give them the activity they need. AKC recognition offers the breed the opportunity to compete at all levels of AKC sanctioned events. Recognition does not necessarily mean that the breed is a newly created breed. Many of the breeds that gain full AKC recognition have existed for many years, and some are ancient. To become an AKC-recognized breed, there must be an active following and interest in the breed by owners in the United States, as well as an established breed club of responsible owners and breeders. There also must be a sufficient population of dogs in the United States geographically distributed throughout the country. Breeds working towards full recognition are recorded in AKC's Foundation Stock Service. Additional information on the process can be found at akc.org. For more information, visit TalkAndPets.com and join our social media family. Reporting, I'm Dr. Suzanne Topper.
17: Cowboys would change their clean-cut denim style. Short cropped hair and western shirts, this new breed has plumb gone wild. They no longer show their ears, they got them covered up with hair. A mustache or goatee on their face, well these young'uns, they just don't care. This new breed, what you gonna do to
6: make them understand? You know, you ever watch the show The Bachelorette? Or the Bachelor.
7: Every now and then I gotta turn it on, yeah. Well The Bachelor's
6: on now. Um and it's the first black bachelor on you know, on, on the show. Mm-hmm. And um but I am hooked, I watch it. And um but they had The Bachelorette on and they kept making fun of this one guy that was on the Bachelorette <laughs> Because he had a mustache, but he didn't have like a goatee or a beard. But I had to check out Matt because I see Matt's like fuzzy mustache over there which is perfectly groomed <laughs> but i couldn't see if you had the goatee but you do have some hair down there okay
3: yeah i can't i couldn't do like a full goatee because around kind of like past my mouth it doesn't really connect to my chin the way well that's the good. that's
6: the in thing now is it? it's to cut out the middles i usually do that too but mm. so that's kind of like the thing now but I'd, I'd like to see the single mustache come back I mean, granted, it looks like a, most guys look like a '70s porn star. Yeah, that's the main thing
3: you get: either a porn star yeah. or like a fireman. Yeah,
12: <laughs> or
3: that guy on The Bachelorette. Yeah,
7: <laughs> facial hair fashion. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you.
6: Well, this this dude actually has big whiskers, but um, I can't say that he's got a goatee because he's hairy all over. But I think that Cindy in Michigan may know what this animal sound is. What do you think, Cindy? What is this? An otter. Congratulations. That little guy is an otter. And I love them. I think they're cool. Granted, I never got close enough to, you know... So what do you want to go with, um, Cindy? We have the uh, SCOE 10X Odor Eliminator. I've got the Green Gobbler Pet Safe Ice Melt or the 20% Vinegar Weed Killer. I've got books from Chicken Soup for the Soul. I've got a CD on on, um, reptiles. What do you think?
18: The Weed Killer.
6: You got the Weed Killer coming out to you from Green Gobbler. That's a popular product. So congratulations, Cindy. We'll get that out to you. Stay on the line so we can get your address, and uh, we'll ship that out to you. Thanks, Cindy.
18: Thank
6: you, thank you. Have a good weekend.
18: Thank you. You
6: too. She's sweet.
12: Yes,
7: very nice.
6: So the um, the weed, weed killer has been a hit today. Um, you know, and I thought maybe like in Michigan they'd go for the pet safe ice melt.
7: You would, you would think, yeah.
6: <laughs> you know, but um, I guess a lot of people have those weeds that are still growing up there. <laughs> But um, I know I use it on my driveway. I've got one of those, like, um, I used to have a cement driveway, and I got rid of it, and I've got the bricks, you know, mm-hmm. the pavers or whatever. Where the you call weeds them. grow up in between. Oh, my God, it's horrible. And I've used this stuff on it, you know, the Green Gobbler 20% Vinegar Weed Killer, and I'm not kidding, like, like an hour, a couple hours later, it's dead. Um, and the thing that I liked about it, it didn't grow back, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you don't get the roots or whatever. Right. And they haven't grown back. And it's tough because I do get weeds in between those bricks, and it's a pain. But that stuff works really well, and it's uh, it's humane. So um, mm-hmm. that's one thing I like about it as well.
7: And not strong smelling or anything, John?
6: You do smell the vinegar. Okay. Um, you will smell the vinegar. Um, but I don't mind vinegar smell. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to smell it if you're walking around, but when you're spraying it, you will. Right. Well, so. and if you
7: clean with it, you're going to smell it. I mean. Y- yeah. Okay. Well, you know,
6: I want to say goodbye for this hour of the program. We're going to go out a little bit early because I want to play this song on the way out. This is my way of saying that, you know, We need a lot more love in this world and a lot less hate. Um, You know, Sue and I have been doing the show for 30 years. She's like my sister. I love her to death. Love you too, John. Matt and I just met not too long ago, and he's great on the show. And, you know, love is what needs to go around. There's way too much hate out there and too much anger. And um, so we say goodbye for this hour of Talking Pets, and this song will take us out